Ladies and gentlemen, this is Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, the podcast. Find us on, find us and the podcast on all social media platforms. Look up for us on Twitter at HMOA number six PACK. Also on Instagram and Facebook. Follow along to see and access show content and topics. And of course, we want your feedback, your comments, participation. Contact us directly at HMOA number six PACK at gmail.com or through Facebook Messenger. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Hey. Anthony, good afternoon. Afternoon, sir. I say I say everybody. It's another exciting day, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Um, Heavy metal over a six pack. For this episode, we have special guest frenemy out of Providence, Rhode Island. That's the state. I was about to say Massachusetts. No. There's, there's something very wrong with me today. <laughs> it's all right. It's going to be the day drinking. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Dave Poddle and uh, John Grayson from the from front of me. Gentlemen, say hi. Hello, What's up, hello. guys? How we, how we doing today? Good. Thank I'm you. Well. Thank you for joining us no, today. Thanks for having us, bro. How's uh How's Anthony this afternoon? I'm good. It is a beautiful day out. Uh, it is absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful day. day for sitting in a basement and drinking beers. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> it is absolutely. So uh, anytime you you have a free time and uh, you want to do something like active, like outside and like nice weather, like by all means come inside, drink beer mm-hmm. and, and and podcast because exactly. that's what we uh, that's what we do with our uh, our spare time outside of uh, all the the cool action. Oh man, any opening thoughts or should we just uh, rock and roll? Get right into, jump it? into it. Jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Let me find my. So uh, the most awkward question that you could possibly ask ask um, ask uh, any interviewee is, uh, would you uh, be willing to introduce yourself to the world? Like, uh, tell us about. I mean, just a just a quick intro to uh, to front of me. Just tell us about yourselves if uh, if you can. Like, what do you mean? I'm gonna do this. <laughs> like, what? This, this is like a terrible question. It, no, I mean it's a good question, but like, where do you want to start? Like, where do you want to? know what we feel about ourselves as a band or like what nah, we nah, sound like, like or? probably just basic information because like we'll get we'll get into like the deeper stuff like where, where you guys are all from like when the band started you um john can answer the early days i mean i've literally only been in the band for six months and that's months. when it started so yeah. basically the, issue? the band started six months pretty much yeah we've been together for me frank and the drummer what the hell is his brian. name dave brian been together for a little over a year and a half i would say we had another singer before Dave, but he didn't work out. So, okay. Dave's been in the group since what November? Yeah, yeah I guess I think it was uh, late October that you guys had posted that you were looking for another singer. And at that point in my life, I had not been in a band for like six years. And I told my wife, I'm like, I'm I'm ready. I need to go out. Uh, this band needs a singer. And, and and I'm like, I'm gonna try out. I don't I don't care if I get it or not. I just need to at least make an effort. Sure. And went hey. down. Uh, these guys had me do a couple covers. 
And I think I came down with lyrics to two songs already done. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. And nice. Had, well prepared. And then basically ripped through those two songs. And then they, at the end of the practice, they're like, you know, we'll have you back again in a little while, like next week, I think, and next Friday. You were supposed to be down in like two or three weeks, but your audition went so well that we bumped it up a week and kicked out a few other people, so. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I had early beat out a bunch <laughs> of people and... Awesome. They had me back the next Friday or Saturday, I think it was, yeah. um, and from there we've just been a band. Um, then we had a show 21 days later, our first yeah. show, and I had lyrics done for eight of the songs that they had already written, nice. music-wise. Nice. Did that show, and it's been a, it's been a fucking crazy roller coaster ride from there. So uh, stop shows, and that's pretty much it. So Dave's the man, and we don't want to talk necessarily about the early days, but in the early days, I mean, how, to, how, to, how did Friend of Me become the B? Like... Me and Frank have been playing together for 16 years, and we've been oh. in multiple bands, and we took a long hiatus off about 10 years from playing music out with people, because it was just so hard to find hmm. other musicians that shared the same interest as us, because we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves into one sound or one, one genre, Sure. and a lot of people can't deal with that. So we started looking for a drummer, and we found Brian. He sent us a couple of videos, and we're like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he wants to join our band once he comes down, but he did. It was good. And then we started searching for a singer. We had an audition process, but the first singer we grabbed, we only did one audition with him. We're like, oh, that's our guy. we got to grab him. Sure. So it was kind of a split decision. It wasn't until weeks later we realized the chemistry just wasn't there for everybody. Hmm. And he tried to stage a walkout with the drummer, and he didn't realize the friendship between me and Frank was so strong. So Dude, freaking vocalists are like such divas, man. Uh, that's what it was. Them, asshole. Terrible. <laughs> every, I, every one of them. Every one of I them. carry equipment, okay? The, the, problem with the, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problem with the previous singer was I think it was a midlife crisis because he had his hands in so many other things yeah, that we were much. just another outlet, and he couldn't commit the time, or he just wasn't into it. Mm -hmm. And luckily for us, it led to a breakup, and... We happen to be looking for a singer. We must have went through six or seven guys before we found well, Dave. Yeah, I count so. you know count my blessings, and uh, you know, I'm glad that I was you know able to to fit in real quick with the guys at the right time too, and able to really grasp their sound. Mm -hmm. You know, I spent countless hours at my kitchen table during that second week, literally writing. I think I had three or four more songs done when we went when I went back on that Friday. Mm -hmm. And there was only two more. I think one, the swamp that you guys were still kind of working on, right? Finishing yeah. the sound to it. That was a, that was the last one I wrote words to. But it was, I was just like, this is this is it. I, the sound is awesome. I, I really enjoy what they're doing. Awesome. And, and I'm like, cool. I'm gonna put my heart into this and put my soul into the words. And I would, it was just a good experience for yeah. me. And then, again, it's been just been nonstop. Like right now, we're we just got done playing with Dirk Schneider. Yep. At the Palladium. A week about before that, that, we played. We were playing with Hatebreed. Fucking Hatebreed mm -hmm. down at the Fet in Providence. Nice. And nice. we played countless shows. We were battle bands where yep. we. Yep. You know, you guys met us. All. You actually. Were you at the. Uh, you were at my first show. Um, I've seen you previously. I, I, I can't say if it was you were at my show. very you, first show. You, that you, the Bullet Called Life show. Bullet Called Life, yep. That good was my first, yep. my first performance. Good, you were there. good friends of ours, actually, yeah. the Bullet Called Life guys. Mm -hmm. Those guys are really, really good guys. But, um. But yeah, you were there. Mm -hmm. You were at my first, my very first uh, show. Now I feel blessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was nervous. I mean, he we hadn't even played out as a band yet. We barely practiced any. I think we maybe had, what, three or four practices? Three total practices after yeah. I'd had seven of the songs written. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the week before I finished The Swamp. So the first time you have, you heard Swamp was, The Swamp was the first time it was ever. So when they actually decided to go with you, like, how, how, 
did they actually just present you like some music? It's like, hey, like take this and uh... prior to that, you had sent me the catalog of all the blank yes. tracks. I okay. sent them everything. All the awesome. uh, jam room uh, tracks of each one of the songs. Mm-hmm. So you weren't actually just like just taking over from like a previous guy's work. Like you were actually able to like take what they did and like kind of make it. Well, your I, mean, thing as well. I mean, you guys had the songs. So yeah, we had the songs, songs, but we we didn't want to use the old lyrics. Okay, right. and that was you. one of the things. Like, this is your thing. This is your style. Do what you need to do with right. it. They, they so gave me creative, creative freedom of, you know, of what I want to do with the the vocals, and that was my that was the, the kicker to me. Or like, I was like, yeah, this is definitely the band I want to be in because I I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into his role, the ex singer's role. Right. And they hadn't really done anything with the music yet. They hadn't recorded it. Nobody's only a few people outside had heard those those songs. And so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna jump jump in and, and, and do this. Right. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's a that's like a media comfort zone. Like you got mm-hmm. you got some dudes that've already been together, and they're like, hey, make this your own. Well, as yeah, well. well, they're comfortable with this, the music they wrote. They're, sure. they're like, we're happy. This is what we wrote. We're we're rightfully done with so. It. Now mm-hmm. add you to it, which was really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, a comment, a comment that you actually made earlier, where like I kind of like, like you didn't want to be like, kind of like pigeon, like pigeonholed to like one one style of music, because like I, I laugh at people like sometimes, like especially like some of the people in this genre, like he's like, oh, you're either hardcore or you're new metal or you're this or you're this labeled like, you too much. Like it, it's like, why does it have to be labeled? Like I've been to like a thousand shows in my lifetime, like ranging from, in all honesty, country to metal. Right, right. It's like. Um, but if you had to, like, how for the people, um, how would you actually, how would you um, describe Frenemy's music? Oh, I'll take it the first if you want to go. I would just say heavy. Um, there's no other word. I mean, where we can't really pigeonhole our, you know, we can't really peg ourselves into a certain genre of metal. We are heavy. Um, we have some rock elements to our our songs. We have some really, really heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. I mean, each song that we have really is an individual piece of art in my opinion um and whatever vocal style whether it's like more clean vocals and just a few heavy parts mm-hmm. and the other song will just be straight out growls and and, sure. and screams you know uh in the future some of the music that's being presented now uh for future writing is a piece where i know that it's most likely going to be clean mm-hmm. the whole time yeah you right. know just because that's the way my my, my brain is feeling it sure. but uh heavy yeah. You know, we're heavy and, and different. Uh, John says this all the time. Nobody sounds like front of me. Right. You know. That's good, though. Good to have you on the sound. And I think that's why we've literally, what, uh, October, November. Um, November was our first show. So it's April. It's five months. And we've played so many shows. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got shows lined up. It's been nonstop. We've literally had to this, take the, the month of April and most of May off, or it's half of May off at this point, just so that we can get to jam and write right. more music and sure. grow. That's good, though. Just have that there. But, I mean, running that long, that many shows, not being able to practice as much, and it gets stressful, especially since sure. you and I are family men. Frank mm-hmm. is Frank, and, and Brian's a workaholic. He just, he just works. So. Right. How many songs do you guys have in your catalog right now? Eight. Eight. I mean, there were a couple of you guys dumped that we weren't going to... I mean, like we've spent song. no time practicing since you've joined the band. It's just been nonstop shows. Every weekend, it's a show. Every weekend, it's a show. And we need to take a break and and start writing new material. Yeah, yeah sure. My, my, like, in the meantime, we're the trying craft. to record an album at the same time. Boy, and yeah, it's just become EP so difficult. should be coming out very soon, hopefully, within the next few months. Fantastic. Fantastic. 
We look forward to that because I know, mm-hmm. like online, like you guys is online presence right now. Like it, it just seems like it's, I mean, a lot of social media, a lot of video um, from from live performances, like fan video and like whatnot. I know Forrest has actually done some uh, some decent work at yeah, the, he uh, did a, he did a, a video for us as well at so. the Cove show. Yeah, um, influences, guys. Who who would you say is uh, your influences? Everybody. Right? Yeah, there is an. Uh, <laughs> There's mean, it's so mixed bag with us, like. I know that Frank is a Metallica dude and he's like Guns N' Roses. He's also Rammstein. super into Rammstein oh, yeah. and, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. too. So Our drummer, Brian, shit, I think is, it rushes his number one Neil band. He a, also has like a huge polka background. Oh, that and the new oh yeah, he used to play in a yeah. polka band. Though. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's really weird, but, hmm. you know, like for me, it's, you know, I like Hatebreed. Nirvana is one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Rammstein's pretty cool. I think you're what? I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, I come from like the Deftones. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the band I've seen the most in my life is the Deftones, but also okay. like, I mean, anywhere from like Acid Bath. Yep. Um, just, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I started. Uh, I'm wearing a, a Bob Marley shirt. Right mm-hmm. now. You know, I, I love Marley. I love I, I, music in general. And sure. if, lyrically, I, I mean, if you were to say I, I just come from like the, the bullshit that's happening around me whether it's personal or or the world yep. I mean, you yep. know you draw from that uh, yeah try to be as poetic sure. as i possibly can right just to uh kind of piggyback off that dave um like uh, the shows that we've actually been to like you kind of you um i know how like when you introduce you talk, your songs you kind of talk about like kind of like the meaning and like where the where the song's going so i mean it, when, when you sit down and write a song i mean how, how, how do you put all of that to paper like how might be a bad way to well no it's not it's not um how do i get how where where does the the where what is my muse where where is it coming from yeah where where are the where where are these songs coming from sometimes it's pressure like when we originally when i originally joined the band i i'm like what's pissing me off right now uh who 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 do i love but i know i want to murder someday mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like the sure. the song uh till death is like mm-hmm. you know I had, I had a thought i'm like I love this person the most, but sometimes I want to kill this person the most. I mean, right. you look at your, I think everybody who's married or, or has, has thought about that one day, and I'm like, I, you know, in the song, basically, it's like, I could, I never want to live without you, but if I do, I'm going to be the one that does it. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, it's just kind of like a weird, twisted, sure. and I also was listening to a lot of, like, uh, true crime uh, <laughs> podcast at the time. So. Okay, there you go, yeah. You know, Whatever creative influences are I'm, I'm, I'm consuming at the time also help with uh, that type of thing. Cool. Mark, is your name Mark or is it Marcus? My real name is Mark, but everybody calls me Marcus. Is that that's like a nickname? Yeah. Okay. I do that like... because our guitar player is Mark, and oh, he's Marcus, so that we don't get confused. Yeah, I was just curious because uh, I know it's Mark. When I uh, when I met Anthony, um, we <laughs> we picked him up to be the drummer, and like we have a cover band um, that's actually called Marked. Because when we first started, there was three of us with the name Mark. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. There was actually a Mark, a Mark, and a Marcus. So there was Mark, we had other Mark, and then Marcus as a bass player. And then we would actually uh, just call the uh, the drummer Jim Marcus. Jim Marcus. And tell him to <laughs> shut up. See what's going to do? Now it's just weird because now there's only two Marks in the band. The band's kind of, yeah. So, but if I try to like book a show, it's like, oh, so you name the band after yourself? It's like it used to be way funnier. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, you just sound like a douche. Like That's three right. years ago. Yeah. I think I think the name Frenemy came from being pulled out of a hat of all things. Really? Yeah. Names. I'm glad that the name was there when I first. We almost started, changed it. Cause, uh, yeah, I was just like, whatever. It's an established name. We we we, we need to roll. I mean, we, we could we were we gonna could change, change it. it what the hell is it gonna be? You know, I mean, it would have been another three-week fight over what the name was. Unless we well, that's, that's, that's how that came about. It wasn't a fight. 
we all took four names that we really liked each, sure. put them in a hat, and, just, and just pulled four out, and then pulled two out, and then pulled one out. Uh. That was it. See, it was, t- it was tournament-style game picking. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Okay, so whose idea was it originally? I think the original vocalist. I think that was what he wanted the name. We changed the oh, spelling royalties. of it okay. because we, it, the way he wanted to spell it, just it was an extra E. We're like, eh, we'll take it out. It looks cooler. So, Well, uh-huh. if you did spell it the original way, there's also, I think, like a a, a Canadian punk band named Front yeah. of Me, and then there's a, another other band out there well, called yeah, Front spelt the right mm-hmm. way. When we well, first like played us. the FET, the guy actually spelt our name wrong, and because of the likes that band had is how we got our time slot at the FET, and we ended up playing main stage because of it, That's funny. which was good for us because we, we played to a much larger crowd than we should have. Right. Yeah, I mean, you guys... Uh, we ended up getting uh, you know an interview with Boston Rock Radio from it, which awesome. was okay. You guys yeah. played but with uh, what, Kilgore and... Uh, Kilgore, Life of Agony. Nice. Without and me, because uh, I was going to originally go down and see that show, but I never made it, but... Because I'm keeping track of it. I grew up listening to Kilgore and, mm-hmm. and both. That was the end right there. After that show, it was over. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things, like, you know, somebody else makes mistakes. So like, yeah, I don't know. Take it what you can. We're doing fine where we're at now. So. Well, you guys had that um, you guys had that Cove show with uh, Bullet Called Life already booked. Before yeah. I had, and, like, when I got the, 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 the gig the week before, a week after I had tried out, they're like, do you want to do this show with us? And, and we literally had, I think, what, 11... Well, 14 or 15 days, two weeks, basically. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it, dude. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. I'm ready. Right. I mean, or I'm not. I don't. I'm not ready, but I'm ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. He was nervous I as was shit. Nervous. I sat. There, I don't know if you remember. I, I basically stood at the mic stand the whole time doing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm. I've got more into it. And, oh, and absolutely. And you got to find that comfort zone mm-hmm. where it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, he got I mean, thrown right into guys he didn't even know. Like he right. had no idea who we were. No, it's like a family now. Like. It's totally, it's a months. very dysfunctional no, family. Very, but I mean, oh, what bands? Oh, yeah. See, I could never, I, I could, I can never actually uh, comprehend being like one of these musicians that like just get like to hire. It's like if you're a guitar player, you just get picked up by this group because they need to fill in for a gig. You know, you go to like one rehearsal and then all of a sudden you're playing live. Like, I don't, it's like, how do you get the chemistry? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, I mean, if I you're mean, a touring <laughs> band and, and you need somebody bad, I mean, what are you gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna, you're either gonna pick one of your friends who knows your band really well, who plays for another band and is not touring. Sure. Or you hire a, a, sure. a, a person who's studied and can literally just go and listen to your music once and, take and, it. and play it. And most likely has a, a decent stage presence because they've done this for multiple sure. bands. There's know? something to be said for me. I couldn't. I don't, I'm not into that either. I mean, I couldn't. Well, that. There's something to be said for being the front man also because, I mean, uh, no, no, no disrespect, obviously, to the rest of the band, but... I mean, you're, you're the one that everyone's like fo- focusing on at one Mostly, point. Like, yeah. fr- like all eyes, frenemies. All eyes are on you, man. <laughs> frenemies' face is gonna be yeah. the, uh, the the vocalist that's up there. So, like, when you're the dude that's only been there for like two weeks, I mean, that's a that's a massive amount of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I mean, compliments he got that night were outstanding. Oh, Ted yeah, from yeah. the Cove, he's, he's he was like, "This guy sounds so much better than your last guy." It was yeah. good for us because right. you know we knew we made the right decision. It was, <laughs> I, it was I, great. I, I, Talent speaks for itself, man. Sure. I, mean, I know. See, and I still, like, obviously, I'm going to be my biggest critic. I'm always going to yeah. like, oh, well, I missed that pitch on that song. Uh, I hit the wrong note. But then if you were go tell the other guys at the same time, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I missed that note. I missed the pitch on that squeal. Or, or right. I missed the, that tom hit when I should have done this instead of that. That's yeah. how everyone is, though, in the same way. We've been fortunate to know, like, a lot of, like, what I consider good musicians and like every musician that I know like on the like the good half I mean you know there's cocky assholes like everywhere but like everyone that I know is like they are their harshest critic mm-hmm. in the world in the, and I mean it may, I think it makes you better it really well it, with it with this band um I 
started to do something that I was trying to do with my last band, which was to get more comfortable with my clean vocals. Mm -hmm. Always held back, and then <clears throat> when they basically said, you know, write the words, do your thing, like, fuck it, this is how right. I'm feeling, this is what I'm mm -hmm. gonna do, and I put myself out there vocally. Um, I knew I can sing, I can hit notes, I can mm -hmm. I can hit the, the keys and stuff, but it's like I was always holding back, and with them I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I feel like belting that fucking high, whatever, sure. no, and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. I, it sounds great to me, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, everybody seems to like it, and, yeah. you know, and like you said, uh, Ted from the Cove, he's like, yeah, this guy's a lot better than, mm -hmm. or, you know, sounds a lot better than the other one, and... And then uh, my drummer, uh, my, one of my old, old drummers from uh, high school into college, still one of my best friends, we played a show with them at the Raven, uh, Plea of Insanity, they're a, a local Massachusetts, uh, okay. like a thrash metal band or metal band, um, and my drummer came up to me after my show that day, or old drummer, and he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, Dave, that's the best I've ever heard you sound, he's like, your range is, on, you know, it's, it's, it's the best you've ever been, and I'm like... Thanks, Pierre. You know right. that means a lot to me. Yeah. Shows improvement too. Awesome. Shout out to Plea of Insanity. Whoop whoop. You uh, did you uh, you take lessons or are you naturally trained? Never, never in my life have I ever taken a vocal lesson. <clears throat> my mom used to sing it around the house. Um, I guess before I even knew how to to be a real human being, um, two, three, four years old, Jack and Diane first came out, um, and I would run around the house singing that song. Like, I guess non-stop incessantly. Like, my yeah. parents wanted to just, why did we do this to ourselves type <laughs> of thing. You know, as, as, uh, as it is being a parent. Sure. Um, but never, never, never vocally trained of... When I was 13, 14, I realized that I could scream mm -hmm. and yell. Yep. And my first band, we were called Pud. Maybe it was Swearing like Nostrils. Um, I think we were all of that at the same time. Pud, Swearing Nostrils was one of my first bands, and I was just like... A, I love you, you love me, I want to kill that fucking Barney, you know, but like yelling it and screaming sure. it, just stupid old, you know, right. I'm a kid, mm -hmm. and I don't like Barney at that time, right. so. <laughs> Get a show it. Yeah. <laughs> and it just went on from there, and eventually I found my my major vocal influences, and kind of, you know, you get a mimic, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, who I loved uh, growing up, My, you know, some of my favorite vocal artists, I, I tried to do what I could to sound like them and then eventually found who I was. Who are your influences? What? Who are your influences? Oh, there's so many. I mean, uh, uh, you know, old James, he James Hetfield was like one of my first. Uh, old Rob Zombie. Uh, he, like some of his... White Zombie? Uh, white Zombie. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. Oh, yeah. Old school White Zombie. Okay. Um, but then you got like Lane Steely, uh, Alice in Chains. You got mm -hmm. Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon, one yep. of my favorites all times. Uh, Dax Riggs yep. from um, Acid Bath uh, and everything that he's done. Um, Phil. Okay. Definitely Phil from uh, Pantera. Pantera. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And those are some of my major, major influences. But then you get the rock and roll legends like the, you know, all the, like the Led Zeppelin and, and, Volk, and yeah. all those 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 people mm -hmm. who, like, like clean wise. Sure. And, uh, oh, oh, and uh, one of my favorites is the, the gentleman from. Um, Killswitch? Kill switch. We about yeah, Jesse. yeah, we were talking. Yep. Jesse Leach is one of my favorites. Yep. Like, I, when I first heard him back in college, I was like, "What can I do to, to be like him?" Right, <laughs> right. Anytime I get a, get the attention of a bass player, John, I always I always love asking bass players this because um, it's, it's usually a pretty funny answer. But um, I, and I say this loosely because I actually was a bass player. I've done like a little bit of everything. Like, I started as a rhythm guitarist, then I turned bass player, then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But enough about me. How did you end up being a bass player? 
nobody else wanted to play. <laughs> so it was, you know, me and like I said, me and Frank, who's a guitar player, been together 16 years, and we both played guitar together when we first met, and okay, that's started how it started. Mm-hmm. So it became, well, we need a bass player. Which one of us is going to do it? He was better at guitar, so I'm like, fine, I'll play bass. Mm-hmm. That was it. You a pick guy or a finger guy? I play with picks, or I do finger. I can do both. I prefer a pick, though. Well, with our sound, you you don't really play a can like a can. Uh, what do you call like a a conventional style of bass? A lot with our songs. No, um, you're. Creating we basically treat the bass in the band as a second guitar to fill it out. Yeah, it's rhythm, just yeah, the, a baritone sure. guitar. But you mean there are parts where you're oh, you, okay, he's playing as a bassist, mm-hmm. but the majority of it is just a just to fill you know, it. You fill have one guitar, so you got to have the, correct to keep mm-hmm. it. It's uh, yeah, the rhythm piece. With really the interesting yeah. how he does it, and, and it was one of the cool things that I enjoyed about when I first saw them play. I was like, wow, he's not. I, I played bass, I played guitar, sure. you know, growing up and everything else. But I was, all right, I like really like what they're doing. And Frank isn't your real con, your conventional guitarist either. No, I mean, it's it was it was awesome to go in there. And, and then when I saw when I saw Brian's kit, I was like, <laughs> yeah, does yeah. he hit, the, does he, does he hit all those symbols? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does we we kind of thought the we'll same thing. Like, like, you know, and then he does. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. hit all of those. D- that's symbols. the worst part because every show you gotta lug that thing uh-huh. around. <laughs> Giant like, thing, yeah. Come on. No, I don't feel so bad when no. I bring mine. Yeah, yeah. No. But uh, yeah, that's the. So like, just uh, just mental notes from like when I've actually seen you guys. I actually have two questions, like kind of like off the wall questions. One, how how much of a pile of dead symbols do you have, like in any kind of practice space? None. Don't really. really? None. He doesn't really break symbols. No, and if he does, he he'll he'll use them again as an effect symbol on top of another symbol. But since I've known him, I think he's only broken one symbol. So that's amazing. Because, Sorry, man. Well, but he's, he's also putting, not buying the cheapest symbols you can afford either. If sure. he was using like Sabian V8s, right. we'd probably have a hundred of them sitting around, right. just shattered. That's that's, uh, that's actually impressive because like yeah. he he, uh, he he plays hard. But he's also been playing for years and yeah. and knows his kit, yeah, like the back of his hand. I mean, he doesn't have to look to know where all mm-hmm. of his stuff is, and he, and he plays classical style too. He'll play high. Yeah, when so he, he doesn't like smash down. the piss out of it. Right. So and they're if making, you like really, I do. They're, make, like, they're making you sound silly, bro. In our fine. in our practice, really you'll fine. practice actually with like a side like the you know old school old drummer hand like okay. uh, yep. classic. This style. dude has a graveyard of like metal and wood. Hey, oh, I, you know, animal have, style. I mean, I'm an amateur drummer on the style. side, and I have a ton <laughs> of broken <laughs> shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. When I moved, when I used to play drums before, we got Dave, you know, and Brian in the band. Sure. It would just be me and Frank screwing around, yep. and underneath. The drum kit it always looked like a wood chipper had been there. There's fucking just <laughs> wood everywhere. All over. Like 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 right. some beaver came in and yeah. I mean, chewing wood over. We used but... to hang the, the the tom heads and shit on the wall of every one I had ever broken, broken because it was just constantly yeah. smashing shit. <laughs> That's I mean, awesome. I think the worst thing I ever did was I broke the hi hat stand, just fucking pushing down too hard on it. It's like, how do you do that? You <laughs> That's know? something I haven't done yet. Maybe on that one. Yeah. I was no, actually you... going to display all this broken stuff, but I don't have that much wall space. <laughs> right? You'd have to open an art exhibit. Like, <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Like, uh, Here's my broken and shit. My, yeah. my, my better half, Connie, is like, yeah. none of that's coming upstairs. <laughs> like, all of that stays down there. That's funny. All right, my second off-the-wall question, because I have to know, because, like, every time I've seen you guys, I, like, stare at this thing. Like, usually, like, I see bands, like, sometimes when they get, like, their own sound together, they build a rack. Your freaking guitarist has a rack for, for a freaking PA head. How much money is in that thing? Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised, not that much. No, he's a thrift. What it is, is it's, it's time. Yeah. Time was put into that to make that sound. That's over 16, and maybe even 20 years in the making. You know, he uses an old JCM 9000 head. He's all tube, the guy. I mean, it's just the way he is. I mean, he's mm-hmm. collected that sound over years and years and mm-hmm. years. It's not 
he didn't go to the store and say, I'll take that, that, and that. It's just, it's yeah, been Yeah, daddy, daddy or mommy didn't buy that <laughs> didn't equipment buy that for one. him. And he didn't put it in post on, on a computer. Yeah. Sure. He created that sound really? organically awesome, over a, a I mean, a it took forever thing. to get to where he's at today. It's not something that happened overnight, so, like, you know, But you Frank is a person that takes forever to get to where Correct. he's at. Correct, so. right. Yeah. But... I think it's awesome, though. No, it's, I mean, he... And the way his pedals are, I mean, the way he has them set up, the, the sounds that he's creating, um, I, you know, the first time I heard that 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 slide solo that he does in one of our songs. Mm-hmm. What song is that, by the way? That's uh, I can't remember. It'd be the silent ones. The silent ones. Yes, yes it is. Sorry. He's a singer. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's a twiddly twiddly? Yeah, uh, to bring it on there. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, the silent ones. <laughs> I'm okay. the same way. Do, the, do that doodly doodly part again. The what? Yeah, that one. But uh, I mean, just the way he's perfected his sound over the years. I mean, and it's very, it's not mm-hmm. your normal good, like heavy metal or metal guitarist sound. It's just taken everything that he loves and made it himself and again like you said this equipment's not new i mean at, on on stage new. he plays with one four twelve cabinet in the space where we practice he's using four like it's it's not a joke and you i mean his his cab too is nothing i mean you're, i'd say your standard camp you know ampeg 810 <laughs> standard so. standard <laughs> i actually got like 45 pounds i got my my base cabinet from the amazing royal crowns which is going way back yeah, they're a ska band, right? Yeah. Out of, were were I, they out of Providence? I think so. Yeah. We used to share a space with them. I bought it off the kid for like 400 bucks. Well, I, it, which is kind of funny is when I was in college, we actually played a, my band played a show with them at college. Yeah, really? Like 100 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> with the, the, the Amazing Royal Crown. Sure. Huh. Yeah, that's odd. Like, I, I, I like fixate on that thing. Like, he, he, he's, he's had to do like this to <laughs> me. Like, before, like, when we were at a show, it's like, like, I'm like, it's like there's so many like lights and like all this crazy shit. Like I know exactly. And it's really not all that. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's all analog. It's, it's like I know exactly what note he's playing. Like every like all the time because like it goes like F sharp, G sharp, C C sharp, F sharp, G sharp. Not, like I know exactly. Like it's just. Oh, because of the the. Yeah, I'm not, like I, I get distracted easily by like pretty lights <laughs> and like whatnot. If you if you. <laughs> and it's not standard tuning, is it? No, we're like a step half and a down or some shit. I don't know the technical terms Frank does. That's his his area. Yeah. So. No, there's no, there's no standard. Like drop the uh, half step down. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. So the way no wait, one wait, can wait. copy you. Wait, hold, hold on. That. <laughs> you drop B with a half step down? Something like that, yeah. So you're essentially A? No, I don't think it's that low. It's like I said, I, I, I let Frank tune my shit up and it's just... Yeah, just <laughs> I mean, for years we played it over and just, uh, and yeah. just uh, give it back when you're done. Yeah, for years we played in standard, which we thought was that's <clears> how you had to do it because that's how everybody played. Then we started playing it. I think it's drop D a half step down. Okay. So D as in David. I think it's like a C sharp on the on the low string. Oh, I thought you said B. No, no D. D. Like oh, D okay. As in David. okay. Yeah. yeah. See, even with headphones on, I can't freaking. But we've actually. started writing a lot of shit in B mm-hmm. lately. It's a fun. It's a it's a fun tuning. It's different. It can be a fun tune. Um, and it's a hard one for me. I'm going to have to readjust yeah. my uh, my vocal. <laughs> the Swamp like we, was written in B, but we actually... was originally written in B, and then we jammed it in, in our regular standard tuning. And I'm like, I I, I can only I can only hit this note if we're playing here. Sure. Um, it doesn't sound the same. I mm-hmm. have to go lower, and I don't want to. I want it to belt. Right. Um, so we were like, all right, let's put it in. And I was like super happy with it. But yeah, we are working on that alternate tuning as well for Maybe. future stuff. Maybe. I mean, before you joined, that's that was our goal. But right. you have range and, and capability, so we might switch that up. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Yeah, no, <laughs> freezing us up to not have to go that low. Right. So that was uh, 
when uh when front of me gets together like we want to do uh work on new material how does front of me write music like what's your philosophy on writing music do, do the words do vocals come first then music does music come first and words does in it my have opinion, to be it could be either or i mean i i want to hear the song first mm-hmm. i can't give you I'm an, the same an emotional response until i hear the actual complete music sure because i'm not going to and basically frank frank writes the majority of the guitar stuff i mean he well, he writes all the guitar yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. it's we we're at the mercy of him, and, and he has a bank of riffs recorded and that we can use, but we just haven't had any time to fucking put anything together. I think we tried one jam session. We had a song, and so he has like a catalog. It's like going, it's like going to like a tattoo artist. Yeah, like, but he, like going, like, you can't count on him to pull any of them out because he's just he's, he's just so eccentric. And it's, yeah, it's basically, brain. when we write a song, it's what do you feel like today, and we'll pick one of the members. And, like, what do you want to do? And they just start playing. And we either write to it or we don't. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know in the past with singers we've had, we've just let them go. What are you What are you writing today? Can we play to that? What do you hear? Sure. So, you know, if it's the drummer that starts the riff or the bass player or the guitar, it's all just organic. We don't come in. We have to write this song for this long. For, and it's just whatever happens, happens. It kind of comes right. out. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it's interesting conversation because I've, I've actually heard it both ways. Like, people have told me, you have to do it this way. Like, if you're the one that's writing the vocals, like, you need to put all of that down, and the guys need to be able to, like, like feel, like, what you're... And it's like, well, how are they going to feel what I'm trying to say? Because especially well, if like, you're in that spot, it's like, hey, dude, th- do that diddly-diddly thing again. Like, going back to, like, what, what Anthony was, like, talking about. But then you have, like, successful artists out there, like Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Like, the Foo Fighters write all of their music. They just hand it to Dave Grohl. Well, of course. And, I mean, with, I, I'm not, a, I'm not like, uh, adverse to telling them hey guys this is what i feel like with our any of our upcoming new music i've got vocal harmonies and stuff already planned mm-hmm. for my my but i'm and I've, i'm working on words now like the other night i just started randomly just sat down and i had a pen and paper in front of me because my wife likes to make lists for shit list for the day this is what i'm gonna get done um and i'm like oh pen and paper and then i wrote the word <laughs> word and then I just started, and then I just couldn't stop, and I came up with like mm-hmm. lyrics from Sometimes the song. Sometimes it just flows. It's there. And I know vocally what I want to do. So if we can write something, I'll be like, "All right, guys, can you do this?" Or, but like, I have to hear the music from what's coming out of them sure. organically to be like, "Okay, well, I can fit this there." Mm-hmm. Or this, right. can sure. you guys go versus you know, like so that I can go, you know, right, absolutely. But that's something we haven't had time to do, which is sit down and creatively come up with new tracks new music mm-hmm. yeah jesus christ people give front of me a chance to give <coughs> you more epicness please we just gotta stop saying yes correct you know, stop being a whore <laughs> and right. fucking stop saying yes. i mean we're talking about taking a hiatus and then people are putting posts on facebook anybody want to play and we're like yeah we'll do it it's like <laughs> right we're, it's like yeah. we're addicts we're we, addicts we right? said no we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna not drink anymore i'm not gonna drink and then somebody's like hey you want to drink yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink. we yeah, said after do. our last show that's it we're off for two months and we already got a show in four weeks because yeah. we couldn't say no it's like I mean, it's it's a cool venue, and I'd like to really play Newport. So, what's up, Dan? Hey, buddy. That's our guitarist, by the way. Hey, Dan. Nice Is to meet you. Dave, not Dan. What? What's his name? What's his name? Dan. Uh, Dan. Dan. D A N. I'm a Dave. I'm a Dave. Dave the rest That's of the a day. Dave. <laughs> so, uh, go, going back to front of me. In, in the upcoming months, like I know you guys have been like being kept busy with like the uh, the uh, the uh, shows and what whatnot, but um, 
let's say over the next like 12 to 18 months like what what is you guys' focus like what do you want to like really focus on like live performance still or do you want to like really like dig deep and like get in the recording and like get get your uh your stuff together i mean what, what's the focus for front of me for me i think recording is just a you must do it, I guess, these days in order to put your music out there. But I like live performance. Well, yeah, I mean, I like the live performance, too. And we're literally only recording uh, these three songs right now so that we can have something on Spotify, something to give to venues to listen to that's clean and, and actually studio recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you know, I would like for us to write more tunes at least at least within the next six months, hopefully get another five, four or five songs together. At least. So we can complete a set. Yep. Um, again, we're only working with a few songs, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard. So I mean, I would like to be able to. Oh, we've got a 25-minute set. Let's get our five, our four or five bass together and just crush it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got an hour set. Let's do them all. Yep. You know, that's what I'd like to see within the next six months, hopefully. Yep. And, it, and it will happen. We sure. just get to kick ourselves <laughs> and say, hey, <clears throat> let's not play five shows in a month. Great. <laughs> Let's play one show a month and practice and write the rest yeah. of the time. Well, then we have a variation. You don't have the same four, five, eight song every time. You have more you can jump exactly. to. Exactly. Depending on your venue. And you we can, can put them in different orders. And, sure. But right now, the set is what it is. Right. You know, and then playing these 25-minute shows, we're like, we'd love to throw in another long song. All mm-hmm. of our songs, we've got four, five, four, like, quick songs and then one long song. Right. Set. So right. That's where I see us. Yeah, pretty, yeah much. pretty much. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so I kind of asked this like two ways. It's kind of like the same question, like two different ways. Like, um, what's your favorite venue you've ever played? And like, I usually follow that up. But like, if, if venue is hard to point out, because I know we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, especially if uh, they happen to like catch wind of it. It's like, dude, you don't like my. It's like whatever. Uh, what, what's the favorite show you've ever played? Ever? Yeah. Or with these guys? Ever. <laughs> I mean, uh, in college, I, ended, I I was in a band called Thirty Two Hood back in the day. Uh, I was my four best friends growing up, mm-hmm. um, and we opened up a show for Run DMC. Oh, uh, nice. We were a metal band. All right, we were a metal band, but it was our college. We had won a battle of the bands to get there on stage, sure. and uh, just being that was like my first big opening spot ever. Mm-hmm. You know, we played in front of a big crowd, and yep. then obviously Run DMC showed up later and, and rocked it, but. It was just interesting. That was one of my, you know, my, I would say ultimately that was my favorite. And again, 32 Hood wasn't something that, it was a different type of, it was a more kind of frenemy like band. It wasn't straight up metal. It was, we were different. All yeah. influence was brought into it. But that was mine. Now with these guys, I would say, honestly, sound wise and everything else, it would have been that last show that we played with Dirk Schneider. I think they did a wonderful job with our sound. Um, vocally, I, I've never heard myself better from that video that somebody, we, we yep. didn't, we, we didn't don't record know who that we, didn't even record we were told no video because if Dirk Schneider found out, he would flip his shit. And then we find out that somebody's recording oh, video, <laughs> and Great. we found you found it. Right? I mean, you... I, I I Googled a Worcester friend in front of me to see what would come up if mm-hmm. any news articles or anything, and a video popped up, and it was just crazy because the guy must have done like seven or eight videos that night. Really? We were one of them. Right. Yeah, we were we were like one, one of Six two Dirk opening bands, band of bands. One of two opening bands that he had recorded. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, it was good. And he, and he happened to record our best live song, right. in my opinion. It's not bad, though. I think my favorite show so far has been that the last one we played at the Cove, which was like the semifinals. Oh, you guys were there uh, yeah. with the pit and everything going I on? I mean, yep. there was, we brought nobody but one person. 
Yeah. And everybody started getting into it. It was just great. I well, mean, the, we, these guys showed up. For that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew we knew going into it, it was it was sort of like a popularity contest almost. Like, yeah, how we many couldn't people bring enough know? people. It's Worcester for us. We're from Providence, so it's kind right. of a hike. Everybody's mm-hmm. got that mentality. Oh, it's an hour away. I ain't doing that. But we still went out there and we gave it our all. Yeah, I think we rocked it. I, I think the crowd response was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. So that was one of, again one of my favorite shows too. And you know the, the Cove shows are always pretty. I mean, the one we just played at the Palladium. I think going into it, we were all extremely pissed off. We were so like we didn't even want to be there. Nothing like, went right the day. We were, we were told we this and that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just politics and. and Nepotism Again, came into popularity. Like, exactly. Oh, you've been around forever. You're gonna play last. Yep. yep. And I think we were all pissed off going into that show, which helped us because we played a great fucking show. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, we we crushed it. And right. the compliments we got afterward just organic. Like we don't know these people. Who are you to tell us like we're good? It's like okay, so we're doing all right. 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 Sure. I mean, nobody kissing our ass or blowing yeah. smoke up. But you know, it's just like these people legitimately liked us, and, and I mean, it was a, a good amount of people come up and talk to us either individually or as a group. It's mm-hmm. it awesome. It's good though. So, uh, did you get to meet... I, his name is escaping me, but the gentleman from Dirk Schneider. Udo. It's Udo. Udo Dirk Schneider. Did you get to meet I, him? I think we saw him from about 30 feet up. Yeah, we were up at the balcony because we were, we were yeah. you know, putting our music away and we saw him, but no. I think Frank, the guitar player, he stayed all night. But no, they did a meet show. and greet and we're in, I'm, I wasn't going to... No. I'm all yeah, yeah. set with that. It was like 80 bucks to yeah. meet the guy. It's like... I only asked And because, play with them? Kind of weird. Yeah. I hear he's a piece of work, so I was actually just curious on the... Uh, lead sure singers, a... man, lead singers. I mean, right. what they do is Those great pricks. for back in the 90s, 80s metal. Like, it's fantastic. Just not my scene. Yeah. I don't think it's Dave's either, but... No. No, I didn't realize it until our guitarist was like, oh, yeah, he wrote that. they wrote that song, uh, Balls to the Wall. Which everybody thought okay. was ACDC. It's like, really? Okay. <laughs> it's not. It's, it was... Uh, so it was tough to sell tickets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which they did sound a lot like ACDC oh, back yeah. then. So mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're two bands that came out around the same time same that were roughly the same sound. All right, so this question. Friend of me, you can open for any band in the world. Who would it be? I don't think we'd have to open the headliner. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> so. But John, John right, that's yeah. John. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I would like to headline. No, but... Uh, any okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me <laughs> let me double up then because like my my part B of this question, I apparently we want to jump right to it. Perfect lineup for a tour for front of me. North American tour. I don't even. I, I, I don't know. I couldn't answer that. Uh, we play. You guys gonna pull like a machine? We play band last and, like and then yourself? pull local bands as we go. I'm, we, I'm, we I'm more of a fan of local way. music than we headline the and then acts. we do mo- yeah uh, mm-hmm. or pick like or we could potentially go on the road with. Anybody? Yeah, literally. I mean, there there are some uh, bands out there that are that really are interested in us. Some of them are really, you know, helping us out and pu- you know pushing us and okay. promoting us. Hey, Breed, you played with them a few times, right? A couple just times? once. Oh, just, just once. once. Okay, yeah, yeah, all just right. Once. And that was a uh, that was all local bands except for Hatebreed. Correct. That okay. entire show was. So there was like thirty local bands that forty local bands that played that day. Wow. And then Hatebreed. Yeah. So. Huh. I mean, so I don't think going into the, any of this band shit the second time, I would have thought ever I'd be playing with National Acts. Sure, and right. here we are. And yep. we did it in two weeks. In two One weeks, with, yeah. we're, we're playing hey, with fucking awesome, top though. guys. It's awesome. Yeah, which is nice. And, uh, and we've got these other more local bands that do go up and down the coast and what east-west and mm-hmm. what south and that are looking at us and, and are interested in us. So. It's good, though. Because, I mean, uh, like, like what, this is what John would say. We don't sound like anybody else. 
We don't. That's good though. But we're also not music. like the, some of these other bands I've met are just fucking assholes. John mm. hates everybody. Just uh. as a preface. <laughs> I do too. It's a preface. Fine. John <laughs> is a misanthrope. Okay. He's a misanthrope. He is a sweetheart inside, but he'll never let you know. But he is a complete misanthrope on the outside. <laughs> I know I'm on this side of the table though. Are we friends, John? Uh, for now. For now. Right. <laughs> Until he <laughs> leaves. <laughs> Got a mic in a car on the way home. Just here. It's it's tough to get into that circle with me, but I, I think like Dave Dave's adapted real well. I did it. The band's like, doing the great. I mean, I, I I can I can tell people. I mean, I knew who John was. Well, right I told away. you from day one, I'm an asshole. Yeah, he's straight up. He's like, I'm an so. asshole. As long as you put you it out there. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I like the bus balls and. And get I, people going. I, see, the problem with our band, I think what really our hang-up is right now is we're all fucking very anti-social people. We don't go out and look to, like, get, you know, hey, you want to be my friend? It's just not our thing. Right. Yeah, we've got lots. So it's tough when we play <laughs> exactly. these shows. We're here to play music, and, and mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys love us, we'll, we're all about it. Sure. But we're not going to, we're not going to, no gimmicks. There's no gimmicks. Mm-hmm. We don't have panels up with our name. We don't have shining lights. I'm not standing on top of a light box. You know, nothing <laughs> special. I'm just, we're here Sorry. to, here's our sound. Here's our sound, and here's our here's my voice. Right. Love it or leave it, and people are loving it. Apparently, right. you know we've uh, done nothing to promote our band with money at Good all. Because we're all broke. Right so <laughs> yeah. what we've done organically is, you know, uh, you know we've got a, what, close to thirteen, fourteen hundred likes on our page, mm-hmm. and we did that in two months. Right. Good you know. We, we, we hit the pavement with the, the Facebook and stuff, but, you know... We, we well, that means it's you. It's you guys. It's not outside, you know, stuff. Right. It's literally just your music that brings it in. Absolutely. So it'll be a couple of days, but this episode will be... Uh, we'll obviously... Uh, we'll, we'll air this uh, relatively soon. What's that? What's upcoming for Frenemy? How, how, can, how can the... Uh, where can the people see it? our next show is... May 12th? May 12th at Jimmy's Saloon in Newport. Yeah. It's a Saturday show? It's a Saturday night, the day before Mother's Day. And Night. I think we're headlining, right? We're headlining the show. We're playing with uh, Resistor, Horn Majesty. Horn Majesty. And I think it's Rye Sister. Rye, R.I. Sister. Because they R.I. Sister, so. Rye Sister? Yes. Yeah, but it's, I, phonetic, or, yeah, phonetically it's Rye Sister, but it's Resistor. I think it's Resistor. But, yeah, but we're playing that show, um, and we were asked to play that. We didn't Correct. beg for that one. They wanted us to have, you know, cool. so. And I think... Do you have something? Do we have something lined up for September right now? In September, we're going to be playing at dusk at Witchfest. I think day one of Witchfest. That's pretty cool. Which is so, like an all-day... We don't have many more details other than that right sure. now. Like it's an all-day rock metal fest? It's two days, I believe. Yeah, well, two days, but like that whole day, that first day is all day. Yeah. Hmm. Where's that at? That's going to be at dusk. In Providence? In, in Providence, Providence. Okay. okay. Is that outdoors, too? I don't know. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. Outdoor, outdoor is fun. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And uh, in this world of uh, social media, how can the people find you guys? At Frenemy Providence. We're on Facebook. I think we have uh, Instagram. We got Twitter, maybe. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. No, we don't do much with Twitter. I I post on Twitter every once in a while just to... But Twitter's like... Again, we're we're socially inept people. We don't reach out to the public that much. But our Facebook page is pretty much We post and people like... Every like I I we I manage the page. I know you manage our page too. Uh, we all do for technically, mm-hmm. um, but I see likes like one to two likes, new likes probably every day or every other day. So again, it's it's growing organically. We're we're not doing much. We basically just planted a seed and people are coming. So cool, cool. But um yeah, we're in front of me on Facebook. It's F R N E M Y, not F R E. I think it's front of me Providence. Yeah, front of at front of me Providence. But it's F R N E M Y, uh, so that's where they can reach us on that. Um, I don't think we even have an email or anything like that. So just hit us up on Facebook. We're 
We're rated 100% responsive within, you know, 24 days. Sure. 24 hours. 24 days. Yeah. Give us a month. We'll get <laughs> yeah. back to you. Yeah. All right. Anthony, sir, anything wanna, you want to know about the boys before we... Uh... No, I think we covered a good amount. All right. Cool. I like it. We interrupt this program for music. Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack presents Frenemy, performing their song, The Swamp, live at the Worcester Palladium, recorded on April 7th, 2018. Published by Seminov 2001 on YouTube. Please check the website for links. Here's Frenemy.
to get goofy with us? Sure. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm good. That was fun, goofy. goofy. <laughs> Did you finish this? No. Are you going to? I probably will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put it down. It's, Put it it's down. brutal. It's brutal, though. I know it's a it's a sip and IPA. You guys know you know like a, it's a session got those, style. Yeah. So, but Ooh. it's not even as strong as like normal. It tastes like somebody pissed in a tulip and now I'm drinking. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean he's drink he is drinking. That's like diarrhea in a can. <laughs> he is drinking cider. Get back so. later because they'll love to hear it. <laughs> I want to play a game. I'm smart. I'm gonna heavy metal over a six pack. So here's our game. It's Are You Smarter Than a Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Host? I, I, this you guys did on thir- the third We episode, did. Right? It's going to be a little bit different this time. Like, okay. I made some modifications uh, based on uh, some of the uh, the uh, mental feedback I got from the, uh, the the first time when we played this game. So Anthony is the uh, the host that you guys are actually going to compete against. Since, okay. there's, uh, since we have two guests and one host, it's going to be uh, everybody will, will be scored individually. And the, the goal is to be smarter than a Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Host. Um, if you win, you get jack shit. Sweet. Just so you know, you get but to. Uh, it's notoriety, you know what I mean? It's we, notoriety. We, you could just be like, dude, I, I pounded Anthony down when I was. I thought you were going to say this. I pounded Anthony <laughs> somewhere else. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it's a different podcast. I kind of. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. This, is, this is why this podcast is awesome because when the beers start to kick in, like mm-hmm. the honesty just like rolls oh, out. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I, you have to let me uh, finish my uh, sentence. That's all. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so. The- <laughs> Dramatic pause at the wrong time. All right, so I took some uh, I took some uh, some mental feedback from the the first time we played this game, and I, I I came to two conclusions. One, if we try to do something smart, we're not always smart. So um, the, we have we have two rounds. We have a serious round and what I call a uh, funny round. The first round is going to be our serious round. It is literally true or false. Okay. So, so there's two answers. You have a fifty fifty shot. Now to prevent the piggybacking of answers what everyone's gonna do i actually gave you a very high-tech flash card yes one side says true note with a folded one side says false so if you want to keep those in like your lap area and then when we actually call for answers everybody will show their answer at the same time that way nobody can piggyback that way if you happen to have a lead and you want to actually try to like protect said lead we we don't we because uh, I saw some strategy happening the last time. It was a good well, it's game. too. Like, if you both know and they say it first, you're like, well, it's not like a dick, but it's the same. Ant- you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I get it. I get, I get why you're doing no, it. All right. It so round sense. one is going to be worth one point per question. Round two will be worth two points per question. Round two will be multiple choice, which I will uh, we'll, we'll hand you the scorecards later. We'll talk about that later. So is everybody ready, ready. to play heavy metal over? Are you smarter than a heavy metal over a six-pack host? Yes. Yes. Ready. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Question number, uh, well, answer number one. Is this true or false? Now, remember, pick which side of the paper you're going to show. Don't show everybody yet. And then we say, one, two, three, go. Everybody will hold it up. <laughs> Heavy metal fact. Tool singer Maynard James Keenan served in the U.S. Army and has studied jiu-jitsu with Brazilian martial arts legend Rickson Gracie. The light's really I'm messing sorry. with a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. see through it. It looks like we have one, two, and three all true. That is a true statement. Yes, Congratulations, guys. That's definitely one thing I knew about the gentleman. You didn't know his name? Mayor James. That's two. Okay, so I'm going to reiterate, because what ended up happening was... I know, guys, I know the beers are kicking in. So when I say, like, hold your answers... Until it's over. 
until I say show your answer because I see that you like you were very excited hey, to say true. I didn't want to look. Both John and I did. Well, I mean, did it's that. radio, not video, right? <laughs> it is. It is. But like, I mean, you're kind of competing against each other. So I mean, this guy who answered last was probably just piggybacking. I didn't even look. We could do that also. Like, we'll we'll do like a one two he three didn't reveal. Look. I, I was looking at. <laughs> I was like, and then we can actually include everybody in the conversation so that everybody doesn't doesn't have to just listen to my beautiful voice talking the whole time. We can actually go around the room and like go with answers and set up, set up. Okay. So question number two. That's a play way of saying you all did it wrong. You suck. Get fired. Get out. Sorry, Mark. I work really hard on this stuff. Damn it. I want it to oh done right. Lord. Stop crying. It's ain't Jeopardy. Answer number two. The little boy seen on the cover of Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman is Ozzy's son, Lewis, from his first marriage. Who knows this shit? It's okay, because it's only 50-50. So everybody... You know what? I actually kind of like how you did it. Why don't we just put like the hand up? We'll go around the room. David, true or false? David says false. We have a false. We have a true? Yeah. He wrote the questions. Of course he's going to know the answer. (laughs) He did write the questions. Anthony, actually, full disclosure, he has no idea of any of this because I did it like 10 minutes before the show. Well, if you stop texting me the answers. See? You're not supposed to tell him that. Oh, is it like that? that You got your ass kicked so bad the last time we did this, I wanted to try to help you. Guys, I'm so sorry. That answer is actually true. That was Ozzy Osbourne's son, Lewis, from his first marriage. That's pretty lame. Yeah, I don't really. Not going to lie, I definitely faced this the wrong way, so I'm just going to lie. Not gonna lie, drink. <laughs> the, shit. Thanks, Forrest. Yeah, thanks, Forrest. All right, answer number three. Is everybody ready for answer number three? It is reported that Judas Priest singer Rob Halford briefly worked in the pornographic movie industry as an actor before joining the Metal Gods. Is that true or false? So we have some thoughts. All right, Dave. We have false. We have false for... Uh, John, we have false. That is false. I feel that's a video that we would own. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, or at least watch on Pornhub right now. Right. Yeah. Hey, is that my brother? No. Yeah. <laughs> that statement wasn't exactly true, but he did work at a pornographic movie theater. Yeah. On we the uh, on the uh, the right side of the big screen, not the uh, the on the big screen. So he was a projectionist. Yeah. I, projectionist. Or or. Uh, I didn't go that far into the facts yeah. because I honestly didn't want to know. <laughs> All right. Answer number four. So far we have Anthony with a score of three, John with a score of two, Dave with a score of two. I like how the front of me guys are all coming up with, like, the same answer. Without even looking. Yeah, right? Like well, they the, didn't write like, the question. Well, they're, like, they're, like, so <laughs> in sync right now. I'm going to go the opposite of you no matter what now. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll mentally do that with each other. We'll try at least. All right, answer number four. After getting the boot from Metallica, but before he started Megadeth, Dave Mustaine worked as a door-to-door dictionary salesman. Is that statement true or false? Oh, Looks like he Anthony's might, ready. He might have been addicted to dick. We're not sure. The flowing lock. <laughs> There's got to be a reason for that facial expression. All right. Yeah, the, uh... the lock jaw. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, start with, uh, I'll start with Anthony, who is ready number one. Uh, that's it. The lights sorry, really I'm fucking with okay. That says yeah. true. Anthony says true. I'm gonna say false. That's okay. We say false, and we have a false. It is false. All right. <laughs> nice. But David Saint did work as a telemarketer. This is true. It, most likely, I'm sure did. 
He's an interesting fellow. Right, well, I mean, you know where he got the name Megadeth from, right? No. The bus ride home. The pamphlet in the bus. Oh, really? Yeah? Really? It was a religious pamphlet. It was Megadeth on it. He's like, Dude, that is facts for days, right Trump there. Like, like this is this is podcast, <laughs> pretty much. This is podcast pretty gold much. right now. Like, awesome. Yeah, you really. John John's not afraid to say what he what, what's true and, and this is great. What's on his mind? It's fun. My next podcast is gonna be like heavy metal over whiskey. We'll see what we really get. There we go. I'm down. <laughs> there you go. I'm down for that. You gotta have some Coors Light chasers though with the whiskey. A little single malt with a Coors Light chaser, dude. I'm... Oh, less room, less filler, less more filler. room, more whiskey. <laughs> All right. All right, gentlemen. Uh, answer number five. I actually kind of like this one. When classic thrashers overkill notice a similarity between their mascot and an Avenged Sevenfold's mascot, they made T-shirts for Avenged Sevenfold reading, Get Your Own Fucking Logo. I don't know either one of those bands. You don't know Avenged Sevenfold no. or Overkill? No. Oh, well, man. It's, a, it's a good thing it's only so they true all or false. Suck. <laughs> so they, so they, I'm going to do it in the middle. I know. I, <laughs> can I do that? Can I fold my paper? <laughs> Right, you can. We'll, it's we'll a have to. Trolls. Trolls. That's what he's I, I think it would have been somewhere on the internet. True walls. True walls. Okay. So I've got. Is that I, statement true or false? John, you're so excited to show me. Why don't I'm you gonna just say false? Okay, we got false from John. Dave. Dave says true. Oh. Anthony says false. That is an absolute true statement. You well, can buy. How do you know that? <laughs> because know I that? know both of those bands. Because you have no life. And you, you can, can buy an overkill <laughs> yeah. T-shirt that says "Get Your Own Fucking Logo" on the back. But has anybody heard? It's of a skull one of those with bands? wings, dude. Bo- each one of them have a, 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 a mascot of a skull with bat wings. Oh, that's original. Okay. A skull. Yeah, I don't with know. Bat wings. I know of them. Yeah. I never seen these guests are awesome. I don't even have to like write down like all the side notes because right. they actually know some of these facts. Yeah. Like, this is this is fantastic. That's pretty lame. Where music people. Alrighty. Although John hates everything other than front of me. This is uh <laughs> so we currently have a score of uh, Dave at four, John at three, and Anthony at three. This is the last question for uh excuse me, round number one. Fear Factory frontman Burton C. Bell was an extra in Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit video banging his head with all of the other kids in the clip. Is this true or false? I'm going to say that's true. John's saying that's true. Anthony's saying it's false. Uh, Dave says that's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah, he's Open like, casting call. Right in, like, as soon as you see that guy fucking wailing his head like this, is Burton C. Is Bell it? from yep. Fear Factory. Fear Factory, another one of my, Burton C. Bell is another one of my vocal. Okay. Sure. Like, I love that guy. The guitarist is my idol. Figuring I can bulk up a little bit. <coughs> With Dino? The Dino? Yeah. Dino Cavaleras yeah. or whatever? Dino Ca- Cavaleras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually caught, I saw them at the Clinton gym in like 98, and Nothing Face opened up for them, and System of a Down opened up really? for them. In Clinton? At the Clinton gym. Holy shit. Dino, you know how you, like, they throw the beer, the solo cups out into the crowd? Sure. Dino threw a solo cup out in the crowd. I caught it. Like, and I was like, probably 100 feet away from him. I'm and like, then he sold it so on awesome. eBay for $12. No, and then I lost it because I had a car that got repoed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This is the truth. It was one of my prized possessions in a giant box in the back of the car, and it got repoed. Way to take care of your prized possessions. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the box that says, truth be told. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, my, my first ever show, uh, my, well, my first ever metal show when I was, um, when I was 15 years old was actually, um, it was uh, Static X and Fear Factory. 
good good show. And then like a couple of months later, Fear Factor came back around with like it was like Kitty, uh, Boy Hits Car. Boy Hits Car. They were I've cool. Seen, they were I've interesting. Seen Fear Factory with Static X and Providence. Probably the opening for them was Slipknot. Oh, yeah. And nobody Wait. knew who the fuck they were. They were passing out a cassette with two songs on it. Like they were completely huh. opening the show. They were half the drum kit was on the floor because it was so big. That was a good show. Get away when you see them when they first started. It's so different. They were just so awesome. And, like, I actually, because um, the show that I saw them with Kitty, like, I actually fanboyed that one. And I got, like, the backstage passes. I actually still have the poster, like, on my wall. I have, like, all of their autographs. I told Dino straight up, I'm like, dude, you're the reason why I play guitar. He was, he was a great guitarist. I mean, what was the name? D Manufacturer or Remanufacturer? Both uh, of them? Either one yeah. of those albums were great. D Manufacturer was first, I believe. Remanufacturer was second. He's also the guitarist in uh, Divine Heresy, am I correct? He does uh, Divine yeah, Heresy. Yeah. Is he still at Divine Heresy? Uh, well, because they have Westfield Massacre now, I don't think they're Divine Heresies together anymore. Because I know they had the, uh, the the second coming with like the the next the, the next singer, but but I digress. That's facts that I don't have in front of me, and I'm not looking for them right now. <laughs> All right, so congratulations. So at the end of round one, we have Dave with a score of five. Yeah. We have John with a score of four, and uh, Anthony. We I have won that uh, round. We have we have three points, but back to the oh. bottom. Started out good. No honors. Beginner's luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so round two of Are You Smarter Than a Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack Host? These well, are don't high look tech. I'm trying anyway. to not. It's like right there. Try to be noble about it. These are very so, high-tech. So, so I gave you some new flashcards. <laughs> uh-huh. So these, um, these next questions are actually going to be worth two points. Two points in round two for each one of these questions. Um, the, uh, the topic that I found today, this is a, a completely obscure shit about weird laws. This is going to be multiple choice. So I'm going to give you, uh, and everything we do around here is in a, the total of sixes. So we have six questions. I'm going to give you a question and four possible answers. You guys are going to, same thing as we did with like the true and false. You're going to like actually find the piece of paper. You have A, B, C, and D on that, on that folded piece of paper. Cool. Any questions? No. We got this under control, okay? Question number one. On Sunday in Columbus, Ohio, it is illegal to sell what? A, beer. B, wine, C, cornflakes, or D, condoms? Sunday. On Sunday. And when we are ready, everybody good? Anthony. Anthony's going with D, condoms. Same here, D, dong bags. Okay. We got two answers for D, condoms. C, cornflakes. That is absolutely correct, Dave. It goes back to uh, old uh, religious things, uh, different... uh, uh, the guy who created cornflakes was a, was a religious nut and a health Kellogg's. nut, and and he wasn't <laughs> was he wasn't name. he wasn't he wasn't about the the church. It, it, I know the history of cornflakes, so yeah. I kind of have a feeling like where this uh, game is going to go. Hey, we can Sorry, tell. I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> we can tell who eats breakfast here out of all of us, <laughs> right? I don't. I, I can't remember. I was the reading last a box of cornflakes today, and you know it's illegal. The, in the last time I ate a bowl of cereal was five p.m. Right, yesterday. Well. I, I just remember. The, I don't remember exactly what day it was, not, but it was, five, it, was, it was about five p.m. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about that as a podcast. A couple of weeks. All right. Question number two: uh, If you are wearing a swimsuit in Florida while in public, it is illegal for you to do what? A. Sing. B. Play guitar. C. Use profanity. Or D. Frolic. I'm gonna go with D. All right, we have one answer for D. I'm going to use the high school rule. 
C, <laughs> use profanity. Okay. Dave. You probably D. read this on a cereal D. box. Answer was D, frolic. I'm sorry. Everybody is incorrect. It is it's illegal a. for you to sing what? if you are wearing a sim- <laughs> swimsuit in Florida while in public. Get the fuck out of here. You know uh, why, it's right? It's Florida. It's because your nipples get hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about singing. Oh. I, next time I will, I will <laughs> be sure to see how razor hard. I must be doing it wrong because I've never felt that sensation. If you can't cut glass, you're not singing right. Oh, That's good lord. the way it is. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> get everybody in the house shuffling. All right, updated score. We got Dave at seven, John at four, still Anthony at three. Come on, bud. Representing. No pressure me. <laughs> don't, you, don't you fucking look at me. <laughs> All right, question no, number mom. three. According to Massachusetts law, oh. what can you not do to a pigeon? All of the above. Rape it. <laughs> a, hunt it. B, scare it. C, eat it. D, capture and release or relocate it? D, my answer. We have an answer for D. What were the first two again? Uh, Hunt it, scare it, or eat it? I'll go with uh, C, eat it. C, eat it, A, hunt it. Okay. B. This has got to be worth something because, like, everybody gave a different response and you're all wrong. The B? It's the B. It is actually illegal, according to Massachusetts law, to scare a pigeon. KFC's been selling pigeon for years, so you know A's (laughs) out of the question. (laughs) Yeah, that that isn't real chicken. Those are (laughs) fat-breasted pigeons. All right. (laughs) This is still anybody's game, believe it or not, because we we have three questions left, so six points up for grab. So uh, question number four. In Cheyenne, Wyoming, it is illegal to do what on Wednesday? A, hunt. B, purchase beer. C, shower. D, commit adultery. What were the first two again? Nobody knows. A was hunt. B was purchase beer. C is shower. D is commit adultery. And this is Wednesday? On a Wednesday. I'm going to say C. Wyoming people stink. Especially on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Okay, we have one answer for B, purchase beer. We have two answers for C. It looks like, Anthony, if your flashcard is showing me correctly. C, shower is absolutely correct. Sweet, good job, I'm just going to go with the most ridiculous answer. It seems to be the right one. one. Have you ever been to Wyoming? <laughs> I have on that not. Day? They stink. <laughs> I can imagine at this point, given the fact that the Now, would they actually stink on Wednesday, or would they stink more on, like, Thursday morning? You just smell them on a Friday morning. <laughs> All right, Wisconsin's famous for Fromunda cheese, right? <laughs> I think so. Fromunda cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. In Arizona, you must register with the state before becoming what? A, a recording artist. B, an illegal drug dealer. C, an alcoholic. Or D, a nudist. Okay. I'm going to say C. All right, we have... We have an answer for D, the nudist. We have an answer for C, an alcoholic. And Anthony came through with answer B. You actually must register in Arizona to be an illegal drug dealer. What? Oh. <laughs> what fucking sense does that make? <laughs> Enough to make it alive. No, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm going to go down on Fifth Avenue and sell some dope. I actually wonder like, if <laughs> this is like, this. one of those... Just like, sign here. Like, do you, do you pretty much just, like, sign yourself over, like, when you go and, like, claim this? It's like, hey, listen, I'm going to well, go sell some illegal drugs. So if you don't be, do that, you, is it illegal? Are you convicted for every Still. overdose in that area, depending <laughs> on the drug you sell? Good Lord. All right, so this is actually pretty exciting. Like, with one question to go, a two-point question. Our current scores right now is Dave at seven, John at six, 
Anthony with the second round comeback, also at seven. Ooh. Nice. And when do we have two more or one more? We one just more. have one more. One more. Right, let's do Unless this. Unless you're going to This is the like one. Another... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking stop it. If the next question is who's pissed the most, <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> hey. You can't vote for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is D, Dave. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh, man, I can't even right now. <laughs> you should get a catheter. <laughs> just, I'm pretty... I'm pretty I if you I'm got pretty. a catheter, I would take stock. Just yeah. I don't know. You just got to have a bathroom around. That's all. It's easier that way. Our jam room? Let's see. Uh, the bathroom is right out the door. It is literally five <clears throat> feet away. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't drink when we jam, though. That's no. one thing we don't do is we don't drink when we no do. fluids. Yeah, we in don't. We, space. we don't. We don't drink when we do. We just bring water or, or the, the coffee that we bring in. Because like I used my last band, that's all we did was get fucked up and play, <laughs> and I was getting fucked up all the time. That's why every song sounded like shit. Yeah, this sounds I, good. Dude. I don't. I don't feel like we get. Well, I mean, it was up a good band. I don't, we were very good. Band. I mean, we might, I, I don't know some you know what some of the I'm some, gonna... sometimes our band sessions are very stressful okay that's that's my yeah so I, I do a lot of things over a six pack not just heavy metal we all, we have a we have John John you have a you have a tendency to drink every day right no that would be an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> I used to drink every day I don't anymore it's getting deep I really you only try drink, harder I really yeah try harder <laughs> it's a little bit I only drink when we play shows. And do podcasts. Alrighty. Anyways, we digress. We do. Question number six. This is a big question. So we're going to go to North Carolina for this one. North in, Carolina. In North Carolina, yep. it is illegal to do what? A, juggle. B, breakdance. C, sing out of tune. D, declare someone a rival or an enemy. I'm going to say A. All right. We have an answer for A, juggle. That looks like an answer for D. Declare someone a rival or an enemy. Is that correct, Anthony? Juggling is a sin. What were B and C again? All right. B was breakdance. C was sing out of tune. Find the bands from that place and see if they all sing in tune. And then that's your answer. You'll notice that none of the bands juggle. Now, I'll also notice that the, uh, the, the, the question did not reveal, like, could we declare somebody a frenemy? Like, could you be a friend and an enemy? Ooh, deep. Yeah, nice, nice. Un- so, uncalled for. So B was what again? <laughs> um, All right, so let me go. Trigger. In North Carolina, it's illegal to do what? A, juggle. B, breakdance. C, sing out of tune. D, declare someone a rival or enemy. The answer you say is B is breakdance. You are all incorrect. It is illegal in North Carolina to sing out of tune. What would you do if you sang out of tune? I actually wonder. You'd how get many arrested in North Carolina. <laughs> yep. You'd be in the pokey. Uh, that song is banned. There's a, there's, a, uh, there's a line of popo like hanging out of like every karaoke <laughs> bar. Hey, man, you, you, were, you were trying to hit that C sharp, and you were B flat, and it fucking it wasn't right. <laughs> get, get we're gonna, we, we got the cake, hey, Jimmy. Get the coughs. This guy didn't do it right. All right, people. <laughs> but it would be more like, hey, y'all, um... <laughs> You didn't sing that song, correct? So please, you know, get, okay. in, the, get in the car. So this You're is a crazy this is a conundrum now because now we have a tie. And <coughs> ties are like kissing your sister. Only on Tuesdays. 
I've no I never kissed my sister. I don't have a sister. All right, so we have a uh, that you know of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, kissing your brother, huh? Kissing well, your pastor. Hey. All righty. Now we need a we need a sudden death. All right, I got one. Q. In California, it is illegal to do what in a hotel room? Murder Sharon Tate. <laughs> oh, wrong question. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't a. That wasn't a. Your possible answers are A. Eat a sandwich. B. Drink beer. C. Perform karaoke. Or D. Peel an onion. In, in California, it is illegal California. to do what it is illegal to do in a hotel okay. room. My answer is C. Okay, we have uh, answer for C. We have two answers for D. The correct answer is D. Peel an onion, which means we still have a goddamn tie. John is eliminated. John, you're eliminated. That's okay. I'll fill in for Dave. He <laughs> <laughs> only like picked D because his name. All right, so I'm gonna find one more goddamn question, and then we're gonna do like a like I don't know a, a, a feat of strength maybe. Okay. I got like a flail. We could just start. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I like it. See, I need a lot. We'll do a drum off. How's that? Fair, you'd probably lose. <laughs> I'd probably lose drumsticks or drums. Oh, I no. could, I could, I, I'll do a drum off with all right, all right. Here's a <laughs> dance off, dance off. Hey, <laughs> all right, here, here's an interesting one. I'm actually not, but okay, somebody, somebody educate me. What does the word maltreat mean? You don't want to know. Maltreat? If you have to ask, you don't need to know. All right. Well, what's the question? What's the context of the question? Okay, what, what creatures is it illegal to maltreat in Too Maryland? Hard. Means to harm. To harm. Why did they just say that? To treat okay. wrong. What, I, so I like that. I, I like that better. Like, why not just say that? What creatures is it illegal to harm in Maryland? A. Pigs. B. Oysters. C. Trout. D. Crab. I'm gonna say F. Your spouse. <laughs> Do you have to be married to count that? Say that's B. Yeah. Which I believe was oysters. Okay. Run them again. I can't. I just came up with them on the fly. <laughs> Alright, good Because oysters was correct Is is illegal to harm Yeah, it is Maryland's a big oysters All right. uh, con, uh, State So I'd like to congr- I do have a history minor From 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 a, from a Well, that's cool I mean college, Glad to see he's so, putting it to good yeah. use Right? Here. I like dumb facts uh, I said for a while Like I, I kind of first saw How this was going to go And I'm surprised <laughs> Anthony gave you the run That he did Yeah, like, he no did offense. He got two in a row there He, he, he did, did so. Mm-hmm. so, Dave you are smarter than a heavy metal over a six-pack coast. That's Yay! A, that's a... Everybody, round of applause for me. Thank you, everyone. And that game is actually pretty hilarious. This so. is dedicated to uh, at front of me, Providence, uh, on Facebook, and uh, the Darker Side podcast. Ugh. Thanks, everybody. Oh boy, ads. I hate ads. <laughs> we have a uh... skip, skip, scripted. That's right. Piece of shit. <laughs> Can we submit payment for that? Get five bucks from them. You're all <laughs> five bucks old. Yeah. No, they would pay me for the. No, I no, would pay them. You'd for pay the them. Yeah, sorry. We're big with the money. It's all right. Like a six pack. We're all in. We're all in the business together, man. Wait, wait, you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> I start be charging each you, other and then like a couple weeks from now, I'd be like, dude, remember that time you charged me four bucks? Well, it cost you twelve to come here today. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. You asked me to be here, <laughs> right? <laughs> John drove the longest. Is a headphone two hour, dollars Two hour drive. Somebody and promised me gas hour. money. Nobody made that hour, promise ever. Hour and a half, hour 20? 70 miles. No big deal. Oh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. All right, we might have two more segments. Do we have two more segments? I think yeah. we have news and we have beer. Yeah, let's well, do... Oh, we got the album review, too. Oh, fuck. Let's do the album review. 
Fuck the news. Who's the album? I forgot the, I forgot the yeah, album. I forgot the album. Who's the album? Heavy metal over a six pack. Smashed banana album review. Anthony, why don't, you, can you, why don't you spearhead this conversation? I'm going to spearhead the... Okay. So this is actually uh, brought to me by Dave himself. Dave Which Bay. I didn't know he was revealing. Mm-hmm. Who is it? You ever heard of Acid Bath? Oh. We're trying to get to you that, but like you're not letting us intro. <laughs> you're, not trying to intro- you're not letting us introduce the segment. So why don't you just calm down, John? <laughs> if it's not frenemy, we're all set, right? <laughs> we can leave, right? <laughs> Now I can take my bathroom break so you, you can know talk about your drivel. Let yeah. me just preface this. So, like, we actually decided it was, like, a heavy metal over a six-pack host, so we need to uh, come up with a uh, rating system. So we kind of um, we kind of went off of the uh, the people that do the uh, the movie reviews, the um, the Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, we, we came up with our own percentage points, and uh, we have the uh, Smash Banana uh, percentage points for, like, all of our album reviews. Uh, so one, instead of a tomato, a fresh tomato? Instead of a Rotten Tomato, we have Smash Bananas. Which are more useful than Rotten Tomatoes? Just throwing that. They are because yeah. you can use smash bananas Banana are delicious. Bread. We can make bread. Yeah, yeah, like you're saying. Beer. You can make bread. Yeah, bread, beer. beer. Yeah. Bread, uh, I gotta make number one. So. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Only an hour and a half later. Not every four minutes. Sorry, I, it's genetic. Sons of bitches. It's one of my favorites. Oh, there uh, we go. That is my favorite album of all. Well, one of my favorite albums, probably top five right. albums of all time. Why don't we just review uh, a different album? <laughs> we'll just start over. We'll just do it all over. Whole different one. How about Donnybrook, Bleed in the Green? There you I, go. I couldn't even tell you who that is. Me neither. <laughs> Does it up. exist? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Man, that fucking album, that track number one, when we, Killing when we... Little Girls in, in a Cornfield, <laughs> yeah. is fucking sweet. Especially when it's you and your fear of cornfields. Okay, we do everything else out of so six. Would you, would you rather keep it out of six? I think we should name our EP... I just I just need to know how like how we need to like mentally make my score. Just like, you I'm guys like, have your own. I'm like freaking out right now. Do your own smash bananas you know review. Just do it Why don't you just do a thumbs up or thumbs down? This because sucks. we do Fuck everything. <laughs> we do everything. It's, we're trying to give honest reviews here. Okay? Somebody that would be honest. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Have you right? even heard that album? It sucks. Have you heard that it album? Sucks. Have you heard? Do I need to? John. <laughs> All right, everybody, stop book? arguing in the is background. It, we need to get going. For is it frenemy? Is it frenemy? They suck. Yeah, exactly. That's all he. That's all he says. Okay, I'll figure this out. We're okay. Good. So we're going out of six. Best out of six. Yeah. Everybody gets their yeah. own smash yep. bananas. Okay. Six. Five. Are we gonna get bananas. to hear this shit before I make a judgment on it? That one. See, my problem is his hands aren't completely closed. Do you know who did that? Did that? Right, what song? Right? It doesn't matter. He sucks. Gacy. No, that's uh, that's. Sorry. Yeah, Gacy. That's he made that album. Cover. John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. You know what he's popping no, the other one, for, right? Yeah, no, that is um the uh, Manson right there. I thought that that was a Manson picture. Yeah, no, no, the old the first album. First album is Gacy. This yes. one's a Manson. You know, okay. you know what Gacy was famous for? Right? Well, of course we do. <laughs> a park and recreation office. All right, so what's that? <laughs> he our, was uh, a park and, right? and recreation office. That was his most famous famous thing. Oh right? yeah, he wasn't the the Gonzo, whatever the clown. Hogo? Hogo. Yeah, that, that didn't count. That Parks and Recreation job was fucking totally he didn't, superior. Didn't, you know, he didn't make kill people, people. It's fine. Put no. Them in a, no, of course not. Dude, come on. So, so I'll, I'll restart. Did you want to play a song for him real quick or just a... If, uh, it's on his headphones right now. Oh, it is. It's one of my vocal influences, dude. Skip. <laughs> is there a skip button? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, you brought him here. I can't. I, we can't really. 
All right, dude. So, uh, it, dude, they would if if there was a band that I could compare to Frenemy, it would be this band. This there sounds is no, like butt rock. There's no logic to their sound, and it just happens organically, and it's very. This is not very, organic. Oh, it is. <clears throat> no. So us here at uh, Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, we uh, we actually uh, had somebody submit a uh, an album for us to review, and what we have uh, come up with is we're going to be doing a uh, a uh, one out of six Smash Banana rating. Um, if you're a, if you're a movie goer, it, it kind of goes along with the uh, the Rotten Tomato rating. Except um, they're a one to hundred. Except they're a one, one to a hundred, and we 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 have to banana. fuck everything up, and we yep. we go from one to six. Yep. Because like everything that we do is out of six. six. Well, you've here. you've heard my reviews on my podcast, so um, you just yeah, yeah. you just make up whatever. Yeah. Nickel narks. Yeah, well, I'll talk about nickels. your podcast on your podcast because I I need to know like what some of these damn things are because like I I walk away confused sometimes. It's like what am I listening to? John has already right killed the six pack. He needs more beer. I know it's uh, heavy a heavy metal. There's a in there. Holy shit! Hold on. Down on the door. Sweet. Think. Somebody, I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink the stones. You have there's not. I thought there's one on the door. Stella Artois. What do I look Maybe like? I ben like Affleck. <laughs> or is it Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon. Oh, that's your head. I thought I had a course. I'm sorry. My, my fault. I'll take anything that's free. So. Do I have to review this after? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I forgot where I was. You were just saying that You're bananas right out of tomatoes. And... It's gonna be the. <laughs> this is gonna be the the best edit ever. I yeah, can't wait have fun with to go through yeah, this freaking. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. You guys I'll can't wait to see it. what I leave behind. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I can't believe. You I'll pay that. the dollar a month Patreon to listen to the rest. By the way, so. <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's Italian. It's Belgium, so it's German. All right, so good. T- so good times. No, the fun waffles. What? Isn't Stella Artois Italian? German. I don't know. I'm not going to have no idea. So the, uh, the, fun, the fun fact is the, uh, the person that actually submitted the al- album review is actually a guest on our show today. So we decided, that, I guess, to uh, put him on the spot. And we're going to rip apart his album with, uh, with him facing. Brutally rip it apart. Looking right at us. Cool, cool. Um, the, uh, the album in question is going to be Pagan Terrorism Tactics um, by the band Acid Bath. I, uh, I grabbed a few... Um, I'm sure you know most of this, but some of the uh, the background behind them. They're American sludge metal band from Houma, Houma, Louisiana. Yeah, I don't know from how Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't uh, really matter from... where they're from, but it's Louisiana. <clears throat> You'll get it. They should have stayed uh, there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they were formed from '91 to '97. Now, m- my personal, I mean, their genre is all over the place. They're every. I mean, they're from doom roots, you know, death metal, gothic rock, blues, folk country. They have every possible thing in there. Um, But they classify themselves as death rock, is according to. I would honestly say that it's more more accurate in regards to they do hit on metal Mm because I mean there are some amazing metal moments in their first album, but right, death rock would definitely. Um, This album was actually uh, recorded on the road while they were touring. And I believe the bassist passed away. Yes, and that's Sammy. kind of was like the Sammy the... was the guy. He was also one of the main writers of the band, which was uh, difficult because yep. he was a creative. Uh, yeah. They ended up breaking up shortly after he passed yes. away. Yes, so that was kind of like the end of it. Um, fun fact about this album: track eleven, "Dead Girl," ends at seven twenty-three. There's a hidden track called "The Beautiful Degrade" at twenty-two twenty-nine minutes in. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting track. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
And Dead Girl, they also, he is uh, Dax Riggs, the vocalist of this band. Yep. Has another band called, uh, called um, Agents of Oblivion. Okay. Now, that album is virtually impossible to to obtain right. um, you can only buy it from Rotten Records specifically to download the really? whole album wow. you can't stream it in any service and even uh, on their SoundCloud they only have two songs really? you it, could they probably do. illegally download it though if you can find me a copy of that album I will pay you $100,000 you heard that right I heard it I'm on it. It's on finger. tape. I'll give you five. <laughs> but um, they I'll do, have it they before do the a, end um, of this cast. So on this album, they do an acoustic version of Dead Girl. Okay. Yep. Yes. No. Yeah, the acoustic the version. Album, on song, on Agents of Oblivion, they do a rock metal version Oh, really? Of it. Okay. it is awesome. That's cool. And it's different, but the same at the same time. Like, it's so sure, sure. dynamically, uh, it's a great, great thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, personally, um, now I got probably two, three songs in. I was like, okay, well, it's kind of slow, but it's weird. Like, once you get to locust spawning, it, it, it builds. As it goes, it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And then it gets to the uh, the monologue kind of thing, which was is dead, dead, dead Skin. Dead Skin, and then yes. there was uh, new, set, new, new Death Sensations, the, yes. the next song. Yeah, yep, they, they but then right it kind of like goes back. But then you get to the end, and it's almost like a thrash album. Oh, yeah. Um, the songs I'm thinking of. Uh, 13 Fingers, I Thir- believe. But that fingers. one's like really fast. And, yeah, we're just playing one. right now, yeah. Right. Um, you can't hear this at home, but yeah, we're playing it in the background. Look it up, it's good for you. But yeah, as, as I listened to it, I enjoyed it more and more because it got heavier and faster, and which is cool that they... It's, I don't want to... I don't know if this is the fact, but in my opinion, I feel like I was. it was almost like an experimental. Like, they just kind of went with boom, 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 we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do this. Well, I think um, if you were to go back to their original album, you'd hear a lot more I actually like the music. first album, I'd personally, a little better because it's heavier in my mind. Right, um, and this song right here being the last track on it probably was one of the first songs that they wrote on sure. the road because it was just kind of it was already part of what they were already of, yep. doing i mean there were some slower more folky aspects of mm-hmm. the first album but this one continued uh more in a dax riggs direction Correct. than say like the rest of the band mm-hmm. um so you would probably there there are tracks on it this that kind of sound like their old first album yes but they did get a little bit more folky mm-hmm. and like you got the vibrato on his voice here yep. didn't really do that heavy vibrato in the first album and the reason why I like this one more is because I am coming from a vocalist background, and I like sure. the, yep. the range of his vocals in this album. It's from that screamy deathy yep. from Thirteen Fingers all the way up to New Death Sensation. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know that boom. You know that very melodic, operatic mm-hmm. uh, vibrato that he brings in those You're songs. Right. For sure. Now I I know we didn't do the album, but <clears throat> their first album I just want to throw out. I said it earlier. The fact that the artwork is actually made by uh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, when the kites the are serial break. killer. Yeah, it's got Pogo the Clown it's on the front. Scary You've as hell. You've seen that painting before. <clears throat> of course. And then you said the the other one is by Charles Manson. Yes. So they definitely had their serial killer. Well, it, and me and my friend uh, John, who I uh, we used to be in one of my bands, he uh, we used to call this murder metal. Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, they call it death rock. Sure, sure, yep. Um, I did catch a small thing as well. So, um, what is it? Diab Sole, I believe, is one of the songs. It's actually Cajun French for drunken devil. Yeah. Seems to be that Cajun French seems to be their kind of for a lot of their album or song titles. Well, I mean, Cajun is. uh, I mean, they're noir. They're from New Orleans. Spicy. Yeah, they're spicy, and it's hot. It's gloomy. It's death. Just 
you know, it's ghostly down there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's old school. So right. the, what you're saying is they're the Popeyes of metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, John, for bringing <laughs> such wonderful spirit <laughs> and joy to my life. <laughs> but yeah, I would, yeah, I mean, all of their influences are basically dark metal. Sure. And Dax Riggs himself is like a is a weird twisted poet. It's mm-hmm. all you can tell in the imagery. lyrics, Absolutely. even the monologue alone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the monologue alone. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about them um, since you're here? I mean, you know, as the uh, as, as a side opinion, because um, I, I I wasn't familiar with Acid Bath until it was actually put Neither put in I. front of us to uh, to actually do the review, which is awesome because like I. It'd be lame if somebody like gave me an album that I already know. It's like, oh, well, I already have like a predetermined opinion about it, and um, I try I try to give everything like a good a good honest listen. So, like, I kind of had like kind of that roller coaster ride like going through this album. Like the first couple of tracks that I listened to, like the influences that I actually were getting was like kind of like old school like typo negative, like with a little Pantera. Right. Well, I mean Pantera for sure because uh, this was early '90s. Sure. When they were doing these albums, middle to middle to like early '90s sure. when these albums first came out, and um. But yeah, definitely, I could see the Pantera because Pantera was big at that point. Well, it's interesting. Like I use, I do all my, I do a lot of my music like through uh, through iTunes and Apple Music. That's what, that's right. my uh, my subscription of choice kind of a thing. And um, they do that. Uh, they they'll star the uh, the the songs that are supposed to be like the most popular kind of a thing. Right. And it doesn't do this album justice if you actually go because they actually. I mean, they they pick out Pagan Love Song, Bleed Me. Bleed Me an Ocean and Grey Flower. My old band used to do a cover of Bleed Me an Ocean. Good. And yeah. Grey Flower, if I was if I was actually to pick like my top three tracks on this album, Grey Flower would actually be one of them. Grab, Grey Flower is my my absolute favorite on this this album. But if you don't actually go all the way to the end of the album, you're not giving giving it the no. The you're gonna get the Dead because... Girl and you're gonna get the Thirteen Fingers. Mm-hmm. You this gotta is the get to those tracks. Um, but honestly, in my opinion, that song Grey Flower is the best song on this album. He Poetry wise, like vocally wise, from the lyrical standpoint, words wise, it's at the end of that song, like he says, uh, "Kitchen knife conspires, razor blades make loveless blood," and then he goes at the end because it, it begins with um, the same phrase, mm-hmm. which is uh, "like murder." He sure. says it. He opens with that, and then he ends with like murder. So those, mm. those, that poetic thing at the beginning, yeah. and then the end, and he just ends with that. It's like mm. such See, a. Yeah, I, I get a, I get almost like a tool feel out of a lot of this as well. Well, because Maynard was the it's same more way like with his vocals. I think a lot of those bands were obviously being influenced by that kind of like weird open and, and. But at the time, you have to think about the Louisiana scene because they had bands like Pantera from Texas yep. right next to Louisiana were influencing the scene. Mm-hmm. Bands like I Hate God yep. um, and these other sludgy metal bands from the South. And, you know, uh, you got like um, these queer, crazy like doom bands like Sleep and stuff were coming yep. out of the South and just completely flooding the scene. And these guys Oversaturation. took part of it, of what the scene was, but it also gave it a bigger, broader Yeah, they have a very yeah. broad genre. And this it's... album showcases the broadness of that album. Not even like We don't have to talk much more about this album because I could go days for this (laughs) album. Because this is one of my favorite albums when I found it on uh, on Google. I think was it, uh, no, uh, I think I sent you a link from Amazon. Yes, Amazon, yep. And when I found it on there, I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) If I was, uh, if I was actually going to give it a, like, honest criticism, I actually like his, um, I like his clean vocals better than his, uh, his scream. If you would listen to When the Kites... That break, one's you know, you don't would... have to defend it. It's okay. I'm going to give you no, honest. I have to would, give you honest you feedback. It's my job on this show. Oh, is... I'm sorry. 
I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. My feelings are hurt. I mean, my, my favorite band of all time is Frenemy, and like, is if it's not Frenemy, <laughs> I'm just trying to get on John's good side over there now that he's out of beer. Don't want him like jumping the table or anything. Choking you out. As an example, like the first song that I actually did listen to, obviously I started with track one. I went with Pagan Love Song, and like the the, the first couple of times, like his his scream like came into that yeah. song. It was like nails on chalkboard for oh, me. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But I mean, I can see where you're coming um, from. But if you haven't if you haven't been seasoned to it, you wouldn't. Win. If um, when I actually like get like further into the album, like Thirteen Fingers, much more appropriate. Like yeah. it actually fits. It actually flows. And like that fun. actually brings me back more to like the thrash hardcore action. Yeah. Like from like from back in the day. Like yeah. like like back in my like, I used to listen to like Strife and like like. I'm drawing a blank because you know we're we're. It's been twenty you're on years, the spot. Twenty twenty five years out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in that, I mean, so if I had if I had to pick tracks on the album, like Grey Flower is like one in my top three. Thirteen Fingers was in my top three. Um, I love Dead Girl. I think one of the good. Yep. And, De- and Dead Girl was also like but a relatively good tune. The rock and roll version, like I said on that, Agents uh, of Oblivion is completely different. So no, we, have to look, yeah. no, the, the the sad and unfortunate part when we do when we do go for overall ratings, I mean, we are given we are given like personal personal yeah, opinions no, totally. and whatnot. And I'm not take, I'm um, gonna, you know, my 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 smash. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I'm very hard when it comes to criticism. Like even when we when we've been doing the battle royales, like bands that I know for a fact that I like, like I rip them apart. Like when we he's a bad cop, I'm the good cop. Yeah. Usually, yeah, I have to <laughs> I have to I have to be like bad cop and like just like pound people down and like kind of a thing. This is a three out of six for me. Um, it's very listenable. Like I could actually put this on and like it's one of those. It kind of grew on. Like it grows on you. Oh, it'll grow mm-hmm. on you like moss, man. Um, it it like. The more I listen to it, it's like, oh, maybe I kind of miss. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see where this is this is going, kind of a thing. Like I said, like I want, I when when this was like brought forward to me, I listened like thirty seconds of Pagan Love Song. I heard, like like I said, it was nails on the chalkboard the first time he came in like vocally with that scream. I was like, dude, seriously. <laughs> it's like you want to review this like when he's right in front of us. That's not gonna be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but my overall, I mean, that's 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 kind of. And, like, and I mean, I gave it a four out of six. I mean, the same thing when it started, I was like, it's. it's I'm not into the slower stuff. I prefer a little faster, heavier. But then it picked up, and I was like, okay, I see where this is going. I see the the feeling behind it. And it, it again, it grew on me, like he said. Yep. So four out of six for me. John, what do you got to say? No comment. Not a boy. It's not frenemy. Is what <laughs> is what he would say. We actually appreciate the submission, though. Yeah. I've uh, probably heard this album before by a different band. So get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love you, bro. You're crazy. Um, I would give it a, I mean, I'm not going to give it... This isn't my favorite band of all time. It's one of mine. But sure. I would give it like a 5.5. Five, solid. Oh. A plus. Or A. Straight it's definitely a, different. They a. have their own thing. That's for um, sure. Because, again, he is one of my vocal influences. I've, as soon as I found out who he was, uh, and I was... I got... To, I, I mean, I've been listening to this band for almost 20 years now, so, you know... I have a. I say this particular album came out in like '95, so I mean. Yeah, it came out a lot of years ago, 22 years. I mean, I've listened to it like in '96, '97, so I've known them for a long time, um, and I'm <clears throat> partial to them. So, yeah, man, I, I give it a five out of five. Smashed bananas, sure. slash dingle doppers. We go. We go. <laughs> we go up to six. So is that a five out of six or five five out of six? Five five out of six. Oh, like five point five out of six. That's what. Yeah. I'll use his other half as a negative half out of six. How's that sound? <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> John, let me ask you: if you're if you're giving a frenemy a smash banana rating, 
What would the front of me smash? See, you don't Your have an alpha. doesn't go high enough for that. <laughs> you so have to go I six, couldn't. six, six. Smash you see, you don't, you're not even applicable right now <laughs> on our end, our side of the table, because you don't have an album out yet. That's our problem. But John doesn't care. No. It doesn't matter what we sound like. To even you. an album where we don't have anything on, we're still better. So we uh we appreciate it. Six tracks of us just going. <laughs> not even just silence is better. <laughs> We do, uh, we do, though. We appreciate the submission. We actually appreciate you being here for it. Like, oh, no, man. That's an awesome it. insight. Sure. Actually, uh, and uh, you know, listening audience, by all means. I've been excited we, uh, like a schoolgirl, like a giddy schoolgirl. <laughs> like, I'm like, we're going to do a podcast that's not mine. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely link this on all of our sites, folks. Like, please check it out. Like, share, listen, repeat. Yeah. It's my, uh, I don't think I say it in the same order every sing- single time that's I fine. say it. but it's fine. You don't have to. It's, it's, it's the, same, the same general flow. But I gave a homeless guy like twelve dollars once. Oh yeah, and, and he oh, thought that was the greatest thing in the world. You're such a dick, dude. Fuck so that, dude. outside of one of our shows, the a homeless cove, guy at the, the cove, cove, a homeless Worcester. guy came up, right? Worcester for you. Right, right. So he who, uh, who is homeless that goes to Worcester? So a homeless guy came out and uh, he All came up to us, and, and John's like, <clears throat> "Watch this, right?" And he gives him like a dollar, and the guy's like, "Oh." And he, I guess he was, I think he was deaf, right? He was deaf. Yeah, he was deaf. So the guy's like, oh, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, like with hand signals and everything. And uh, Hand signals? Really? Yeah. Sign language, John. I speak sign language. I have an accent and I stutter, <laughs> but whatever. But uh, he gave him, he ended up giving him like $12 and like 80 cents. You think that prick would have bought a ticket to see our show? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept on down to the homeless shelter. Like, I got $12. <laughs> But then our, the rest of our band comes out, right? And John's like, hey, dude, guys, this kid right here, and he's pointing at me. He goes, this kid right here just gave this fucking homeless guy like $13, $14. What a douchebag, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, why the hell? He doesn't want to take. You should set the homeless on fire oh, for warmth. You're a, for... He's more of a sweetheart than honestly. If there was a, a homeless guy here right now and he was on fire, we'd be warmer. It's true. Hashtag triggered. Hashtag flaming flag. So what are we gonna do again? The review. I'm gonna like stare at GarageBand right now and just make sure that these fucking lines keep moving like go, for the rest go, of the time. Let's do the time. news articles real quick. I drank the yours. Don't, don't even worry about my Corey Taylor. We'll yeah, start yeah. with yours. I'll do my my. But I like Corey one. Taylor. Corey Taylor. We discussed this before. Corey. Dave's the one who doesn't like Corey. Corey? Taylor. I like Corey Taylor. <laughs> Did you know that Corey could be a guy or a female's name? Yes, it's a unisex. So can Taylor. Yeah, Taylor as oh, well. Man. Yeah. You know what the like, hardest part about doing like a podcast is? I have to get back in the fucking character now because of fucking GarageBand. You want fucking work, Apple? Do you want to you know work what? out? Free fucking app, my ass, Apple. We, we could put Dan in on this. He's got some shit to say. The world needs to hear Dude, it. Dude, is that an elliptical? Yes, it, it is. Be. Holy shit. I could do like a fucking eight mile right now. Probably could. It's, it's kind of I'll give you two and a half. We should go write some music because, man, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. It's going to be like, Apple, fuck you. Fuck Apple. <laughs> Track one. Track one.com. Intro. Intro. Fuck Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, I will say nothing. I just want to start a band that can open for friend of me. My my question is, when are those maple bacon potato chips going to be open? Oh. Right now, if you grab I can't wait to hear the crunching noise over the mic. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that right now. I can't eat those on my diet. What the? What's <laughs> <laughs> Sean? What, an ass. what just happened? What an ass. <laughs> Good lord. He just right, wants so to see him open. That's are all. We're doing the, we're doing new I just want to right? smell him in the ass. Yeah, we're gonna do some. We'll, we'll, okay, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to recollect. Like I'm I'm I'm. Do rock. you guys watch Ash vs. Evil Dead? I haven't yet. 
That girl Kelly, does she not look like like fucking Joe Perry? <laughs> does she not? Now I don't want to watch it, Ugh. but that's fine. It's like, how can you All masturbate right, just, to that? It just got weird. Yeah. It's like trying um, to masturbate with scissors. It's like, fuck. Oh, no, shit. <laughs> I, the, I don't know why I pictured that, but I did. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry. That was an audio expert from uh, John Gain Weesey, David's favorite serial killer. Who was a pussy, by the way? I do like John. Ted no. Bundy was better. BTK was the best. Uh, we gonna, we gonna, let's get He's gonna do his headline review. Right, this is headline. why we ran out of time the last time. <laughs> so start and restart. <laughs> Leave this shit for the cutting room floor. The time frenemy got me banned by the FCC. <laughs> they the said FCC, the N word. Uh, podcast? Not yet, not yet. Which is a good thing. We're getting still, close. We're still, Oprah, I, th- I feel like we're getting this close. This might be the one. <laughs> Oprah Winifrey might step in and be like, "They said the N word." Oprah Winifrey. <laughs> Oprah Winifrey. But we never said the N-word. All right, you did. I'll, I heard you. I said no. You said no a bunch of times. And yeah, that's when, the N-word. When you tried to do some horrible stuff. What N-word were you thinking of, you racist? I don't even know what to say right now. Do we just let it keep going? Or do, we, no, no, no. Life, do, we, do we step in? in? North Carolina. Beep, you fucking beep, <laughs> motherfucking beep. I motherfucked, but I beeped after. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> We're just wasting tape at this point. Right. It's the smoke coming out of the laptop. Um, <laughs> those fucking beeps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said fucking before the beep again. Beep. Shit. Beep. Hey, I guarantee this is the last time we're ever invited down. <laughs> Fuck them assholes. They ate up like three gigs on my hard drive. Uh. <laughs> it's not my fault. Like, you know, Alright. I'm making oh, a yeah. um I'm making an exec <gasps> I'm fucking crying, dude. Oh me too. That's huh? because of the onion smell because Dave didn't wear deodorant. <laughs> I put partly fresh deodorant on Dave. He oh, probably no, uses Tom's right. deodorant. Oh, it's made from carrots. As he, uh, just because I'm a plant-based uh, eating person doesn't mean that you're I... You're full of shit. As the uh, co-producer and director of this show. Bullshit. Right? Yeah. It's time to grab another beer and then talk about it. This is What Are You Drinking Today? Are we going to do the beer review? Beer yeah, I think beer. we're going to go into a beer review. <laughs> Today on Heavy Metal on a Six Pack, I had Magner's Irish Cider. I feel very ethnic. John, would you like <laughs> Where are the scores? Uh, what, John, out of a... Uh, That's my score, guys, bro. Uh, was, his is erasable because what ours isn't. It? It's because I'm here all the time. Straw? He was here twice a week. Every Tuesday. Oh, good lord. Yes. Yes. I would like to uh, just. Uh, Jesus is the name of my gardener. <laughs> I'm beginning to think Dan's gardener's name is Jesus. No, it's Jesus. Yeah, right. Jesus. Uh, there's a friend apparently. Uh, there was. A, He's like, uh, don't mind this stigmata. Oh. My name fr- is Jesus too. <laughs> when the live studio o- audience came to stay in his chair, like, yeah, the <laughs> one live studio audience, Dan, the so, one member of the live studio audience. Uh-huh. What I'd like to tell so, the listeners you, out Dan. there. Hold on, hold we're on gonna go off, off road hold on. here. What, what, what I'd like to tell the listeners that at one point there was going to be a segment on um, news, but um, we got uh, we got we got debunked by um, Garage Band by uh, technical issues and well, this is <laughs> all over a six pack. 
and uh, we are well beyond the six pack. So more like twelve pack. I don't oh. think the news is going to come back. Right so it's like two packs Shakur times six. We're uh, <laughs> we're going to go back to the beer review. John, why don't you start, bro? I had Poland Springs all day, so <laughs> I technically you didn't mean drink the vodka, right? <laughs> that is the vodka. <laughs> What it what it means to be from Maine is a uh, <laughs> six a five pack of Magners Itis Cider. Yeah, what you cider. have you had Magners? Is that what it was? I had a six pack of Magners Itis Irish, Irish, Irish cider. cider. Yep. It was gold, coming in and going out. <laughs> Consistency. It, like uh, it. it was multi fruity, as it tastes like <laughs> apples. I don't rate this shit. I just how many, how many apples? Seventeen different apples. So like carbonation, apples? it was definitely smooth. Uh, flavor, it was it was almost strong, but not too strong. Not like you know a good beer, but a horrible one. It yeah, it's a cider, dude. It's a fucking it's apple juice with oh, bubbles. And <laughs> pretty much, bubbles and, and, a, and a bit of alcohol. Then we like talked to us a little bit. Oh, it he, was Coors Light hey, and apple flavor. He's gonna talk shit about my beer. His no, shit I tastes like it, tulips. Like somebody pissed on tulips. And he's going to talk shit about my apple beer, which was, by the way, made with 17 different apples, not go. like your fucking beer made by, like, somebody pissing on tulips or some shit. Yeah, fuck. Joe, oh, what Lord. would you give a rating for uh, this, Magnus, uh, Irish Cider? I would have to give it a six out of six. Six out of six? Six out of because six. Because I, well, I'll give it a five out of six because I only drank five of them. Dave, the flower drinker, drank one. He was I had thoroughly one. I blessed. It was, uh, it was good. It <sighs> tastes like apple juice with a little bit of booze. Yeah. It says him is flower beer. Oh, oh I'm the voice of frenemy. Let's drink flowers together. <laughs> Peace and love, y'all. I'm afraid to uh, follow that act. I wouldn't even try. So I will do mine, and then you guys can do yours, okay? Lame. Uh, lame alert. That way. Lame that alert. Way, uh, I did. <laughs> What's going on right now? It's called Revival. Did you notice that pitch in his voice? The guys. Fanny. Fanny? Oh. Did you say Fanny? <laughs> oh, have you seen my Fanny back? Oh. So I think this is a really delicious uh, 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 session IPA. Lame. It's a uh, break free Fanny. It's, uh, there's a lot of historical background behind it. Yeah, but no taste. Oh. Sure, it's historical, but it tastes like shit. Uh. I love you, Revival. I will give this a He's the only one. 5.5 out of 6. And I'm going to take your point five and give it a negative smash banana. It That's an album review, sir. Let's not get this confused. <laughs> right? What the fuck, yo? We have rules on this show. Well, right. I thought this was smash bananas. I, I no, apologize. That's the, that's the reason. This ain't smash bananas. Like, that's like rotten, rotten tomatoes. Rotten, okay. so rotten tomatoes, tomatoes doesn't, doesn't do beer. For beers? Yes. Uh, if they do beers, they'll be drunk. 5.5. Five out of beers. You're yeah. entitled. I to think your score like changed like three times. Which Twice. Is I think you said five point eight to start. Yeah, he did. Oh, whatever. Well, five point five. We'll go five point five average on the roof. Okay, so what's that thing like when you have like the scale that goes like up and down? What's that called? The scale. Dave Pottle syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. DP uh, double penetration. DP. I love yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been cuckled before, Dave? No. Uh, my name is spelled bottle with a P. You should meet my grandma. She's crazy. <laughs> 
There was a time when we were younger, we used to have to feed our bacon. All right, Marcus on the uh, heavy metal over six pack is going to throw a, sh- a shout out to the two rows, zero to 60. Yeah, I would. Revival I Brewing Company. Good, good job. Good job. Uh, good job. You impressed Dave, like, but yeah. not so much John. No, no, John. Yeah. We drink uh, a tulip. We lost John a while ago. <laughs> At least. At least. Before he even showed um, <laughs> I was lost in the parking lot. Like, Where the yeah, yeah, fuck is the this the place? They should have a sign or something. Uh, two Roads Brewing. Zero to 60. Uh, uh, Tart IPA. Not a sour guy. Pretty awesome IPA. Five out of six. It was good. It wasn't your, your too tart, like you're like, fuck me. It was good. Yeah, I thought it was great, too. I say, somebody just tell me I'm drinking a woman's beer right now. I'll flip a table. It's like if you came home from a night of party. That's all I need right now. Can you imagine if something in the past, we'd, somebody had said that before? So, like, when the podcast here is, like, a bunch of thumping and, like, yeah. that just happened. Right. What was it? Don't worry about Dave it. playing Contra again? <laughs> <laughs> up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. ABA, ABA, What just happened is I love friend of me. That's horrible. I'm so confused. They're the worst I would be ever. too. Anthony, good luck, bro. All right. So I did the... <laughs> Have you ever met their singer? Oh, Yeah, right? It's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> All right. I did the Blood Orange Wheat from Jack's Abbey. Blood Orange sounds like some period fucking Oh, Jesus. John. How do you think it's made? Jesus, John, Mary, and Joseph. I gave it a three out of you six. You know, that's the first biblical reference of a woman riding Joseph's ass all the way to Bethlehem. That poor fucking guy. Oh, good lord. I digress. So, your beer. I gave it a three out of six. Yep. I would give it a three out of six as well. Yes, because you tried it as well. Well, no, and John did too, but he had something to say about it earlier. Yeah, it was horrible. That <laughs> yeah, was pretty bad. I don't even like remember. A car wreck with Gary Coleman. Uh, this beer was not made by friend of me. This beer was not made by friend of me. It sucks. Not made by friend of me. It was. It was. I can't handle any beer that's not made by friend of me. It was if Gary Coleman and Gary Busey had a love child. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, listening to the metal over Don't we have other things to discuss? No, that's that's it, bro. What about ancient Egypt? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, your stand on King Tut is fucked up. Find us H M A O number six P A C K. Is it? Email us H M A O number six. P-A-C-K at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback. Yeah, we would. Feedback's uh, great. I mean, it's the only way you guys can know if you're doing wrong or right, right? The the problem is Frenemy was never here. It's all fictitious. <laughs> we can be found. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we can be found on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can find our bands, Marked underscore official and uh, Sire Metal Band. I'm looking forward to it. You can find that you can find these guys, these frenemy dudes. They suck. Yeah, the worst band. Frenemy's the worst band I've ever heard of. And I uh, think I'm in it. They're fucking horrible. I can't wait to quit. It's like Noah's Ark with a hole in it. It's just sinking right to the bottom. <laughs> All those poor animals. Oh, it really two two pairs of animals. You can find us frenemy, Goldfish, really? frenemy <laughs> providence. Come on, can't they swim? Why, Facebook why is they? at friend, frenemy frenemy providence. Nothing like a good grilled cheese on a Thursday. Yeah.
Anthony, you got anything for these people before we leave these poor souls? I can't say that I do. I cannot say that I do. Anything he says will not be covered under the front of me as legal law. Hey, if you, uh, if you actually listen to this whole episode, I'd just I like to... I feel bad for you. <laughs> yes. yeah, You've won a year subscription of bad puns from frontofme.org. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, a lot of beer drank today. We, all, we obviously appreciate you uh, hanging with us. and uh, Like, share, listen, repeat. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't As know my singer that. Dave Cottle <laughs> would say, one love, y'all. Yeah, one, one love. love, y'all. Goodbye. 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 That is the end of this episode. Signing off for two dudes who think you give a shit about their opinion. This is Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. See you next time.